We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a high five. All right, cut and print. Beautiful guys. Dynamite. That is. What's going on? What's going on? This is Quincy Valentine. Yeah, yeah. In the building with Southside Todd. Southside. And we're back. <laughs> Season 2, episode 31. 31, y'all. So I figured I'd give you guys a little bit more flow, a little bit more relaxed. So, I mean, if you're familiar with the flow, let's do it. Let's do it, man. <laughs> so I'm happy to be back in the building with my boy. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's give a round of applause because we uh, reached episode 31. Yeah, if you're not out there subscribing, man, subscribe. Put the kids to bed. <laughs> it's time to go to sleep. <laughs> you know what I mean, man? If you're not out there, man, subscribe, subscribe. We the new guys on the scene, so let's go, man. Now listen, man, listen. So I figure we start off this episode a little bit more, a little bit more light. You know what I'm saying? Um, we've 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 always hit you guys. Well, the last couple of episodes we hit you guys with some dim stuff. Um, you know, it's always a reality check. Um, you always got to speak the facts on him, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, um, he's he's raw. I'm a little bit more delicate. Um, like shoddy boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, I, I definitely want to kind of like touch base with a couple of things. I want to speak on. You know, if you're not, if you listen to the intro, just understand that there's a couple things we're gonna cover today. So I'm gonna start giving you guys itineraries on what we're gonna cover today. Um, we're definitely gonna touch base on uh, gifts, gift gift giving and uh taking <laughs> gifts back and and yeah yeah definitely want to touch base on that um we want to talk uh on dirty macking you know what i'm saying the homie okay. the homie being around you you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah we can definitely want to talk on that definitely. um and then creatives not getting create credit for being creative um but it depends too but yeah we're gonna get into yeah, that yeah we're gonna definitely get into that so you guys uh, i want you guys to uh cop a squat roll a blunt Drink yeah, some wine. Because I got one. I got the cup here. I got the weed here. You already know how your boy do it. So let's get so, into it, man. So definitely, um, definitely going to be back after this uh, mid-break. And we're back. So I want to touch on, like, gift giving, right? Yeah, let's get into this one. <laughs> so giving a gift, right? I mean, me personally, like, when I give a gift, you know, that gift is forever. There's no taking it back. I don't believe in taking back gifts, whether it be with friends, family. If I gave it to you right, right, in that right. moment, mm-hmm. that's how I felt about you in that moment, and that's going to forever be yours. Got you. Right? Um, we had... <laughs> 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 so, uh, recently, uh, Quavo, if you're not familiar who Quavo is, Quavo is uh, one-third of the group uh, Migos, and his ex-girlfriend, Sweetie, yeah. We're together, and while they were together, he bought her a truck. Now, when he bought her a truck, <laughs> I mean, he, he felt a certain type of way about it when he bought it. Yeah. And when they broke up, he felt obligated to take it back. Most definitely. Mm. Most definitely. So, all right, cool. So clearly, we it depends. Like, if I get you, a, if I get you a car, mm-hmm. and you just, so, you know, do me dirty like when he did on the, you know, on how she did him on the interview. Oh yeah, and then they had that toxic shit in the elevator. Uh, like, right. come on, bro. Like, you know that shit was like that's that's that was some script love. She ain't really care for that man. Wow, wow, yo. So first of all, like, allegedly, she been together with him during his time of being, like, doing like 
being a cheater. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He, he practiced infidelity like it was a religion. Okay. You know what I'm so f- for him, like I, I look at it like, all right, cool. You bought a gift. You did wrong. And because you did wrong, you double down on what you did wrong. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you say, oh, okay, well, you know, I know I did some shit. I know it was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to take that gift back. And I'm looking like, well, you initiated the issue. You created a scenario where she felt she was uncomfortable. And then on top of that, after y'all break, you know, you say, oh, well, I'm going to go ahead and take this gift back. So I got a quick question for you. What's up? You just on this whole girl power shit? No, 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 no. <laughs> like, yeah, no, 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 like no, no, you no, didn't no. even speak no, no, about no. what the fuck she did. All like, right, right, right. What Come was on. her errors? You feel me? Okay, like, okay, you got to okay. go, you got to go. Right. I'm left, I'm, you gotta go left and right. You feel no, me? You no, just I, can't I, just go left and just be I, like, I, yeah, he was in fidelity. Come on, man. <laughs> no, no, no. But I look at it like this. All right, what's the source of the issue, right? Mm. Who created the issue? Because guess what? But that's what comes with the life of being with a a, a mega star. Like you, you know what you're getting into. So there's, so, so so there's the no, rip. so there's no faithful millionaires. That's I'm saying, be honest. How many faithful millionaires do you honestly know that's faithful? It's only about probably like a a pan pick of five, probably. I get it, but all right. So when you have all right, so we we understand that when you have money, you have accessibility to multiple mm-hmm. options. That's just how it is, gotcha. right? You look more appealing to people when you have money. That's just what it is, right? Gotcha. So if you so if you're a pretty motherfucker with no money, right, you become a gorgeous motherfucker with yeah, money. Def- definitely, you know that's that's just how it works. With his situation in particular, like I look at it like, okay, my nigga, you did something wrong, right? Instead of holding yourself accountable, you double down on it and say, you know what? Fuck this bitch. Let me go ahead and take that. Let me take that gift back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my nigga, like, that could have been, like, a parting gift. You know what? I, I did wrong. And maybe maybe, maybe I took from a jaded place. <laughs> maybe I took oh, from a, really? Like, honestly, man. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I just, I just feel like, go ahead, finish, go ahead. I, I've given gifts to women. Mm. And when the situation was over, they kept the gift. Right. Because that's how I felt about you at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I was a shitty nigga when it happened. Got you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just felt like, you know what, let me go ahead. But I ain't never, like, gift nobody a so call. You, so you felt like since you fucked up, you like, hey, just keep Yo, it. Yo, eat it. Eat it, my nigga. Eat and it. And I feel you on that. But you got to think about who you took. But you ain't you ain't buy her no car. You ain't buy her no, no shit that costs more than your rent 20 times. So mm-hmm. think about his pockets. He thinking about his pocket. She didn't I mean, give a I fuck mean, about him a, when she was speaking. That if she really felt that I way, mean, why she, not address she, it to she, him? She, why, yeah, she got real spicy. Why, but but why, put she, your, why put your, your your love life or you know your relationship on media or just be try to be kind of? But I mean, you know how I feel about that. Like like my my personal relationship. Like I just feel that like, shit is mixy. Like it's it. mixy shit of shit for Hollywood, shit for the blog, shit for all of that. It's but just, but you but you know you scrutinize. You're in the eye of. You in the eye of the paparazzi, and you're constantly going to be scrutinized, regardless of the fact. So for you to see, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do this, and mm-hmm. then when she talks bad about me, how dare you talk bad about some shit I really did? Mm-hmm. And then go, you know what? I'm gonna double down, bitch. And guess what? Now give me that call back. Now, it, now supposedly it was a lease, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's a lease, like yo, you know, yo, check this out. I know I fucked up. Uh, uh, uh let me go ahead and sign the lease over to you. And we good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we break even, and that's it. <clears throat> but my man was like, you know what? Da da da. da. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna go ahead, run that back. You know what I'm saying like I just. I can understand if it was a ring, but you gotta understand like, look what look what he bought her. 
You think he really, he really want her to style and that shit? That he, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, no, no. For her. Even if, cause most niggas, most niggas be like that. That's bitch nigga shit. No, regardless, regardless, that's bitch nigga shit. Nah, it really is. I, I would have rather, you know, had a conversation like, hey, mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna take the car, you gotcha. know, X, Y, and Z, because gotcha. you know, I did purchase it for you, mm-hmm. and you know, just keep it a stack. I just uh, not just pull the shit off the joint and then you know niggas talk about it on the media. I, you know, like you're right. He did some wrong. I'm pretty sure she did some wrong too. But got it's just you, got you. the actions was a, just real. It just I just like. yeah on both ends. And I I just think that when when we look at the accountability, like, but it's like we're hold to a certain accountability level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like black men just in general hold to a certain accountability level. Black think, woman, yeah. not so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, and it's not a, it's not a, it's not a jaded thing. Right. But like, you know, we're gonna always believe the woman over the man, regardless of the fact. However, the situation plays out, right? Even, just, even in the court system. No, no, no. Even in the court systems, like it's played out that way. It's set up like that. Yeah. It, like I believe that the the law is set up for 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 women and children. Yeah. That's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? And then I say women and children. I mean white women, white children. Then after that, it's the secondary citizen. Yeah. Like the only time that 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 it comes extremely prevalent is when you look at situations like um child support, and then when you look at stuff like child support, then like we're kind of moved to the front of the line because they look at it as an opportunity to kind of like emasculate and put that man on paper, so you have a reason but to I lock him really up. But I would say put on the front of the line. I would say just like that feeling of being on child support. <sighs> it's just like. What's the point of that if you we can just communicate? I but can nah, understand. Nah, nah, nah. I can understand like if I wasn't taking care of the kid, you know what I'm saying? Like the mm-hmm. guy wasn't taking care of the kid, mm-hmm. then all right, cool. Mm-hmm. But if he's always been doing his job and mm-hmm. always been, you know, throwing you money, asking if you need some gotcha. stuff, why get involved with the courts? Because I mean, I think I think it's more so a lot of women, especially with child support, um, a lot of women are in that in between phase. Like they're not necessarily over you. Mm-hmm. But they're over being with you, but they don't necessarily want you to graduate and become the man that you were supposed to be while you're with them. Right. Right. So you have you have that evolution. And like men, men don't really hit their stride into their in their 30s and they start to understand their purpose in life. A lot of women understand their purpose like very early and then they kind of go after that. Mm -hmm. So that's why a lot of, you know, a lot of older men tend to date young. I'm saying but. We look at ourselves like, okay, well, we're in that place where, you know, I'm 35. Mm -hmm. Like, it took me all of 33 years to kind of, like, find my purpose and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And now the wheels are turning. Now it's like, okay, now the conversation that we have with Mike is more more like how are we going to do this as a team? How are we going to execute this? Versus, like, the conversations we had in my 20s was like, Yo, we gonna fuck this. We gonna do this. We gonna do this. Blah blah. blah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was literally the type of mindset. Like our mindset is like, okay, cool. We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and do this and this and this. Is how we gonna execute it? Um, I just think that the maturity level with men as they get older, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, is is a lot different. Yeah, it's definitely a lot different. Because a lot of people still don't even grow up at fucking fifty. <laughs> but I mean, so. it's so so age. A lot of people attack age with growing. And like I'm listening to this book, um, it's called Everything Is Fucked. Got you. And in the book, the uh, the the author he talks about like how we we put so much emotion and understanding and 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 what it means to be an adult. And the only reason why a lot of us kind of like grew up is 
and not necessarily grew up, but kind of gotten out of that adolescent stage because we know this is there's an accountability scale. Gotcha. Right. So when you become an adult, like we look at it like, OK, um, if I don't pay my bills, there's a consequence that comes with not paying the bills. Yeah. Right. It's not necessarily mean that you want to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah. It means that the, you know that there's a consequence if you don't pay the bill. If you don't clean your home, you are judged by the people that come to your house by how you don't keep your home. Right, so I just think most motherfuckers that don't keep their house clean shouldn't even have no guess at all. But honestly. that's but like, I just feel but like <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's a sliding scale. It's a yeah. sliding scale. Cause guess what? If a motherfucker can sit in the house, eat turkey sandwiches, and drink <laughs> beer all day, and they ain't gotta come outside and socialize with people, they would. Yeah, they bro, would. Yeah, that's but the thing about shit. it, th- think about it like this: like I I literally shake my beard up every two weeks. Like I don't have nobody in my face having a conversation about like how I look mm. and and all this other stuff. But I do it because it's some type of self-worth. It gives me some type of a confidence boost along with I don't want ingrown hair. Right, right. But, the, but that comes with the accountability part. I understand if I don't shave, I get ingrown hairs. That's going to irritate me. That's going to mess my skin up so my skin breaks out mm. and I don't like the way I look. Gotcha. So that's the accountability that comes with it. There's a, there's a cause and effect with everything that we do. Like we tend not to take accountability for it because we like, well... You know, I could push it off and do this until this time and I could do this at this time. But then what happens is all these things pile up at one time and then they become proverbial weight on your shoulder. So it's not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Quavo hasn't really reached that? That's what I was getting at. The, you know, that, that's what I was getting at. Stage, like he's still in that See, kid so you quote what I said. Yes, he, he hasn't caught it. So it, the thing is, like when you when you. When you put your, when you put your emphasis on materialistic things that mm-hmm. depreciate in value versus relationships, because relationships are going to get you what you need in life, right? A lot of times we don't we don't put stock in relationships. Yeah, we we take the relationship and we take it as a as something to just do. Yeah, honestly, it's like a to do list. Hey, it's let's check off. Yeah, yeah. Let me say bay. Ten p.m. You but know. but like a lot it's of not like I feel like not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of relationships these days. Like I feel like a lot of people should really and really invest That's into in it. Not case. even just with the love part. Like try to figure out try like what your fun. partner is into. Mm-hmm. The other side figure out what they into and mm-hmm. try to you know put your money together and you know got you make some shit happen. Like, but, I mean, it's 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 one of those things. Like I get into and even, this. And even my bad. Even if, even if y'all don't even like make it through. Yeah. You know, y'all can always still have something like you that's know. That's the underlining. That's the underlining. It's yeah. the it's the it's like uh, you a cook, so it's like no, making. I'm a chef. Sorry, apologies. Fix that, chef. <laughs> but you know, it's like um, it's like creating the perfect roof for your like your macaroni and cheese. Mm. You put all your ingredients and all that because you wanna you wanna have a good foundation, right? And a lot of times we don't have good foundations. Like my brotherhood, my brotherhood, I literally, I cut everybody out. So there's literally, I told you, there's only two people to my left and my right. Yeah. And then as far as like my romantic interest is my romantic interest, my romantic interest. So like I'll hit my brothers. I'm like, yo, what's up? Yo, I just want to hit you up and tell you I love you. you know what I'm saying it's just, it's just creating those, those moments where you're like, okay, I understand that I can have this conversation with them and there's no bias. There's no judgment. But if you don't have friends that are around you that's going to hold you accountable and try to push you to be a better person, mm-hmm. then what the fuck are they there for? Yeah, honestly, what are they there for? And the, and, the, and the thing <laughs> is, and, 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 and it ties into what I'm about to say as far as, like, um, the haters among you, the yeah. fake bros. The fake bros. The fake bros. The bros that are there, and they're like, they've been there for a long time, but 
they have hidden agendas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they or they feel some type of way when you when you execute certain things. Like story time for one, right? Um years, years, years ago. Oh um, God. <laughs> <laughs> so years ago I was dating this girl, right? Dating this girl. We had known each other for, you know, X amount of time. We started dating or whatever. And I, I used to dance. I used to take ballet, contemporary, all that stuff. was on his B2K. <laughs> you don't know now, but you gonna find out. <laughs> nah, low-key, they used to call me Mario. And I dead, I dead used to have the tape over the My man was out here pop-locking and dropping it, First of all, it's popping and locking. It's two different things. Let's nigga, I know what popping and locking That's is. That's two different nigga. things. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, nah, I'm don't, don't fuck it. with me. Don't fuck with me. I, I'm sensitive about my shit. I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sensitive about my fucking shit. But um, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. no, no, no. So, so it was just one of those things where, um, me and him were cool for years, for years upon years, right? So, how could I put it? He had sex with the girl before I met her. Okay. Right. I didn't know. It's getting spicy, guys. So, <laughs> so it's crazy because. The way it was set up, it was like I didn't know the girl because we always kept our like our personal situation, yeah, yeah. you know, separated. So I didn't know the girl. Seen her a couple times, had a conversation with her, we vibed or whatever, and we started kicking it, like just on some vibe shit. Mm-hmm. We started really fucking with each other, heavy. Ironically, what's he was, heavy? Like pro- not to stop you. How, how, what's heavy? That was my joint. That was a joint. That was my joint. That was your cinnamon apple. <laughs> <laughs> my cinnamon apple. Nah, I'm definitely about to drop that. That's gonna be a motherfucker <laughs> dropping this shit when I swear to God. You gonna be my cinnamon apple? Nah, that's serious. But that was, but but at the time I was dealing with her. You were dealing with her sister. Uh, <laughs> so you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah, you a wild one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> how you just told me in the mix? No, man, listen. listen. Yo, that was foul. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm like motherfucking. Uh, go ahead, yo, you was a slum. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time I was messing, I was dealing with her because I wasn't messing with. Her, I was dealing with her. Yeah. Or whatever. We really started like bobbing, like really, really. So I was laying in the bed with her one night. So she gets a phone call. Yeah. So the phone call was this zesty nigga. Uh, that was supposed to be my man. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. So let me tell you. So I'm laying in the bed with her. She picks up the phone. She says, she said, what's up? She picks it up right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I, and she, he's like, yo, what you doing? She's like, I'm laying in the bed with my boo. Oh, who's your boo? <laughs> nigga said, she's like, yeah, I go with Quincy. So he was like. He be dancing and shit. Yeah, he got the low cut. Yeah, yo, that nigga's a slime boy. He got like five different girls. See, You're not the I'm only one. About, like man. he literally started going down, and then he started naming females that I dealt with, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I've dealt with. So that's the type of niggas that you. Really but gotta but I didn't America. but I didn't run down on him. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. so I'm she was like, she's like, I don't care about who he dealt with before me. Like that's just this is who I fuck with. I love him. Yeah. In the conversation There's nothing you could tell me about him yeah. That's not gonna make me Continue not to deal with him Correct Cool This nigga didn't call me For like three days <laughs> Mind you I'm mind pretty you, sure he wasn't gonna call you He's like you, a fucking idiot like Mind you back, But that's what, that's what like I'm saying that. So like mind you Like you know He used to call me every day He didn't call me So then he hits me up He's like yo what's up I'm like what's up He's like yo I just wanna tell you You mad foul bro so you I, foul? I, he said I'm foul. So you I, foul? Yeah, I'm foul. So I said, why am I foul, bro? Better than me, bro. I would have. <laughs> so me, you know me, bro. You know I, I'm passive aggressive. So you know me. So I'm like, 
What you mean? You be too lean on niggas, bro. Yo, I like, should just punch yo, niggas in their face. For real, dog. You be giving like, yo, <laughs> I, I be, be like, yo, chicks. you be too calm. Like, I Cause be I, like, you know, yo. You know what it is? You know, you know what it is? It's that I feel like when I take it to that next level, I can't come back from it. You know what I'm saying? So this nigga literally was like, yo, I heard you fucking, uh, I heard you fucking with shorty. So me, I'm like, yeah. so I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my girl. Why, what's up? He's like. Yo, that's foul. I was dealing with her. I was like, yo, you know what's so crazy? I was like, she told me the situation that you had with her. <laughs> and she and he was like, he and I was like, Oh, you fucked the first time and she didn't want to deal with it. Dick was whack. That's a dub. But I said to keep it a st- uh, no, but I said I am gonna keep it a whole stack with you. Like, I didn't know you. I didn't even know you dealt with her like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all kept our, our, our personal situations separate. That's what you're supposed so, to do. That's what real niggas do. But that's it. But I, I just feel like a lot of niggas don't have that that old school mentality. Like I'm I'm one of those people. If I go to my man's house mm-hmm. and his girl's there and he's not there yet, I'm not going in the house. Yeah, that's just that's, that's respect. That's just bro. a respect like, thing. I'm not, like I'm not gonna walk in that house. Nigga, because I don't even feel comfortable if I go to my man's crib and his ladies. Like, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable. That's what like I'm cause that happened with my, oh, one of my homeboys. He told me to wait up for him. He said, "You going to crib?" I'm like, "Yo, nah, no. bro. I'm going to I'm going no, to no, wait no, outside." No, no. Like, no, hell no, 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 no. That's that's nasty. That's that's dirty macking and shit. But yeah. that's a different conversation. So he goes, "Yeah, you know, I, I was dealing with her." I said, "Nah, you fucked once. You fucked once." <laughs> I kept it the stack. I said, "You fucked once." The dick the was whack. I said the dick was whack, and she she ain't want to deal with you no more. This is what it They're is. Like, you feel me? So he was like, "Yo, that's fucked up. Yo, you supposed to be my man." Blah, blah, blah. I said, "Yo, my nigga, she clearly want to deal with me. That's just what it is. That's I was laying in the bed when you mm. called her. Like my man, <laughs> what Joe what Joe Bun said. The nigga said you 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 be texting in the morning. My, <laughs> James Harden, you be texting in the morning. My nigga, you just talking to me. Yeah. That's literally how it was, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. And this is not the first vibe that was like that. Yeah. So he's like. Oh fuck you nigga We not cool no more We not crew Oh alright cool And you know what's crazy It's all about the pussy Man pussy and pride My nigga kill a nigga I'm trying to tell like, you Like yo it's all about that bro And that's the sad part Like it's a million chicks out here Like that's why it. not just be like You know what chick. It's not my it's not my time my right chick. now Like he got this chick. Like you feel me But it's that pride bro that, that That's nigga, that pride that He don't want to feel like a little nigga He don't want to feel like You done them Like you feel me Like Listen listen That little that little pussy busting That's why That little that little pussy busting That's why he mad You know what I'm saying They got real shit. So let me tell you So we we Like we we chatting it up Blah 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 so I go to work. I worked at overnight at the time. I was working at like Target or some shit. Uh-huh. So a nigga calls me on three way. I didn't know I was on three. I was talking to him. Mm. So he's like, "Yo, yo!" Now he's borderline crying, bro. He's like, "Come on, bro! Like you know, I really felt this way about her, bro. And like, how you gonna do that to me, bro? Blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Yo, yo, it's not even that serious." Not- you know he a light skin nigga, so you know what it is. You feel me? You already know who I'm talking about, the niggas. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, who so you're talking like, about. So light skin nigga. So you know he got in his feelings and all that. So he was like, "So do you deal with her? Yes or no?" I was like, "What we got going on is what we got going on, and that's not for you to know." Mm-hmm. He was like, "Click, see what I'm talking about? See what I'm talking about? He don't even claim you. He don't even claim you." Me, I'm like, "Oh, you put on three way? Yeah. Oh, you nasty with it, Some homie." So I said, "All right, cool." I said, all right, cool. No problem. You know what she said? She hung up the phone. She called me back and she was like, I don't give a fuck what he says. <laughs> I'm still going to fuck with you. <laughs> so so now, now you look even worse, right? Bozo. Bozo, nigga. right? So now fuck she, so now, it, like, like, so years passed. The nigga hits me up last year, November. Yeah, yeah. 
He like, yo, what's good, bro? I ain't talked to you in forever. I'm like, yo, what up? So the nigga says, so the nigga get a fucking no, no, no. But you know, but you already know how I am. So he was like, yo, we ain't talking a minute. I don't understand why we stopped talking. I said, cause you a fucking slime ball, my nigga. You don't remember what you did? And he was like, yo, I totally forgot that. I said, yeah. I said it's crazy how you did that, and, and, was, and look how hard he was stressing over that. Stressing over and that, and he forgot all. He lying. He ain't forget. He ain't about forget that, that shit. shit, man. Listen, fucking goofy. listen. He goofy for that. That's, but niggas, but smack you with a wet towel. Nigga. But that's what I'm saying. Niggas, here, niggas will literally sit with you, eat with you, come to your house. Because at the time, nobody, bro, I was the only nigga with my own crib. So niggas was coming to my crib to spend the night. Niggas was getting put out their mom's house. Niggas slept on my floor. I fed niggas, bro, and niggas would be like, I don't give a fuck for some pussy, bro. That's just how That's how it gets shaky You gotta blame yourself <laughs> Number one You gotta blame yourself well, gotta Cause blame you gotta know Yo you gotta know your circle Like you gotta KYP, know KYP know your personnel I'm right? just saying man You out here just Broing all these Well I even say You I was ain't... out here Broing all these niggas But they was out here Broing you like Nah man. nah but You know what it is I think I think when you get When you're young You 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 collect a lot of friends And the reason why You collect a lot of friends Cause you don't know who you are And then as you get older As you start to know who you are those people kind of fall at the wayside. So you go from you go from twenty friends, yeah, to three friends and seventeen acquaintances. Yeah, that's why I don't have a lot of. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like there's a lot of there's literally. Like, I don't have a lot of a lot of male that's what, friends that, at all. That's what I I'm have saying. a lot of female friends. Like seriously, females, I have but a that's lot a, of female friends. But like, you know what's so crazy? Like one of my best friends now to this day is a female, and mm-hmm. like you feel me? Like I can call her and talk to her about anything. There's only like there's literally like three people I can be like, all right, I'm gonna call them and tell them some sh- some real shit, mm-hmm. and like I know for a fact they're gonna give me the honest answer versus like a nigga that's gonna be off the street and then be like, ah, right, yo, that's my bro. Mm-hmm. Like and then that, that talks about like niggas niggas are bro anybody as long as the niggas getting paper. You feel me? Like as long as the niggas getting paper, niggas are bro you to death. Like bro, bro, bro. But I seen a lot of niggas that was broing me when I lost my car. I lost my crib. I went to the gutter. Niggas wasn't broing me no more. Niggas didn't hit my phone, bro. There was a time like I couldn't even call niggas, bro. I literally like nigga. The only time I can contact niggas is when I was connected to Wi-Fi. I was really, I was really fucked up out in the streets. Yeah, man. And niggas was like, "Yo, keep your head up. I'm gonna pray for you." Like nigga, I ain't ate today. Nigga, my cash app still work. I could do tap to pay. Exactly. You feel me? And niggas didn't make sure I was good. So like I, I don't have the same I don't have the same understanding, you know what I'm saying, that niggas once had when it comes to like having a friend. And that's just that's for family too, bro. Yeah. Cause nigga family family do you just the same way. Nigga family do you slimy. <sighs> slimy, bro. I mean, listen, family will look you right for in the face. Money? What? Like I've literally I've I've hit family of them like, yo, I'm really fucked up. Yo, I need this. And they be like and I'd be like, yo, give me two weeks and I could pay you it back. Mm-hmm. Like in full, if you want interest, 15%, yeah, whatever, yeah. like I'll pay you back. And they'll look at me and be like, yeah, I can't do it. And it's not predicated on me, but it's because my mom has situations with these people. Yeah. And like my mom like never did what she was supposed to do. So now they look at me like, oh, nigga, you, I'm pretty sure you're the same way. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? So like it's, 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 a, it's, it's a constant cycle. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. But I'm gonna get off this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off this because I, I yeah, really, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get off of this, man. Listen, so the other day, like, I was having a conversation about like um, empathy and mm-hmm. and understanding, like, because the conversation it really wasn't about empathy, but you know, like I said, like like I said on previous episodes, I'm going through Ramadan, mm-hmm. so because I'm going through Ramadan, I'm fasting. You know what I'm saying? I'm fasting from sun up to sundown. Gotcha. So 14 hours out the day. Like, I'm not eating, not drinking water, not nothing. That's if I have life, a headache. Boy, that's what come with it, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, being a Muslim is a little different. 
what I'm saying? So, like, if I have a headache, I can't take no pills. Anything that, that requ- requires consumption, like, through the mouth, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm literally having a conversation about, like, uh, I go, you know, we go to the gym, and the dude that runs the gym, he, like, he like, yo, you good? And I'm like, I'm all right. I just, I just got to go eat. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm fasting. He's like, oh, why are you fasting? So, me, I stopped. I was like, because it's a requirement as a Muslim to fast. I'm saying it allows us to get close to God and be more empathetic with people that don't have or have less than. Yeah, y'all was getting into it. I didn't even know. Nah, yeah, so I, I so over there yelling and shit. I no, no, no. Know. It wasn't. It wasn't really yelling, but uh, like he was like, "Well, I understand how you get close to God by fasting." And I'm just like, "Are you Christian? Are you or, or you know? Or do you practice any type of like religion? Anything?" That nigga need a haircut. Right, he need a line. <laughs> like, I, I swear to God, I was ready. To, I was ready to bring my. I was ready to bring my trimmers and help. Yo, that nigga like, need a haircut, boy. Shaky, shaky, wakey, that nigga, wakey. Them, them fucking no logo J's. Uh, he need to take those that off. Nigga had man. The team yeah, on. <laughs> but I ain't gonna do. I ain't gonna flame him like that. You know what I'm saying? We our platform is about positivity, yeah, uplifting yeah. black people. Nah, it was just the whole way how some was going by it. Nice. Like when I peep, when I peeped them going back and forth and shit, like mm-hmm. it was just how he was going by the nah. guy, guy. So he, so he was like, he's like, why do I have to? He he was listening to respond and not listening to listen. Yeah. And the thing is, that's a lot of people in life, people that I run across consistently. Like, they listen to respond and not listen to listen. Mm. So he's like, you know, he's like, how does that help with empathy? Like, I said, imagine a family of four not eating for two days. You can empathize with them more because you understand what it is to fast and not go without. Now, even though it's a choice because of what you practice, you mm. still understand the stride that they go through and you're a little bit more empathetic you won't walk past them yeah he goes nah nah you can learn that without it you can you can and that and that that because before i became a muslim i was extremely empathetic of other people's stride because i've been through things but i said general understanding and just like how we look at things in life mm-hmm. like america is one side it's me 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 and then everybody else yeah. so it's like it's how you make me feel like the emotions and everything that goes into our day to day life is like I just want to be happy. I want to be as I I I and instead of like looking at the people around you because your life is like the knowledge that you obtain, the things that you do yeah. is not your own. But they have some people that's that would you know that would look out for everybody else first and just yeah you know, and that's and and uh, for themselves last like mm-hmm. myself. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The, you, the, you, you don't. That, but that's but that's a one off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when I was like when I was fucked up out here, like first thing you said, yo, bro, come sleep on my couch. So it's not even it's not even one of those things. Yeah. It's it's understanding. Okay, well, how do you how do you walk past somebody that hasn't eaten? How do you how do you have that like that that emotion? Like you're so disconnected from society, you feel like okay, well, it's not necessarily my problem. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, a lot of these religions, especially like even like even my religion is tainted in a way Mm -hmm. where we look at it like, you know, you need to do for your do for others before you do for yourself, because you're already in a position to help others. I'm saying and I think I think empathy is a talent because a lot of people lack it. They they don't empathize. They they have a lot of sympathy. For example, like when when DMX died. Right. Niggas was niggas was rushing to run to social media to say R.I.P. DMX, I'ma pray for you, and a lot of people are not praying. A lot of people just saying that they it's, just want. It's just crazy it's, it's, how like nobody had this love for X hmm. until he passed hmm. away. Like hmm. I'm not even throwing no hmm. shade. Like it's, it's, I just at all like y'all knew, you know, y'all knew the history, mm-hmm. y'all knew everything. Like and I just felt like 
like every time when somebody dies, it's like now y'all care. But that, it shouldn't take that. You know what I'm saying? I think I think death. I think death in itself is a welcoming thing because death reminds you that your life is more than what you expected. We look at it as when we wake up, it's like ah, I gotta go to work. Ah, <laughs> I gotta do this. Do nah, you ever? Definitely, but yeah. do you ever just stop and just like inhale and breathe and realize like this is a gift. Like there's a lot of people that didn't get to your age. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was born the same day as you, and and they didn't make yeah, it to I, you. Honestly, I can tell you, I fucking appreciate you. Like, man, listen, like, life honestly, is honestly like. It's times when I be like, man, fuck the world. Then mm-hmm. there's days when I be like, man, I'm glad I'm here because a lot of people didn't they, make it. You know what I mean? Like it's crazy. It, and it's it's a it's so I can never walk past a person and say, you know what? Like I don't have to put everything on social media. Like that's and that I think that bothers me too because a lot of people like they they work backwards if that makes sense because it's like when they go on social media, it's like. Yo, the worst thing, I, the probably the worst thing you probably agree with me is like, yo, I'm gonna give you five dollars. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But in return for that five dollars, what I'm gonna do is, can I record you? Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna give you five dollars and I'm gonna buy you some food. I might get your haircut. Right. Yeah, I think and that shit is goofy. It's bro. goofy, right? And the reason why I say it's goofy, imagine being down on your luck, the very last of everything. Yeah. You, 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 you're contemplating suicide. And then a motherfucker comes and put a camera in your face and says, yo, you hungry? I can get you a two for five. And you're like, you're thinking like, yo, my stomach, I have not eaten in four days. Yeah, sure. So you strip in the last bit of dignity that person has for a couple of seconds of a video. For fucking exposure. Right? For exposure. Because guess what? You're not really doing it just off a stride because yeah. guess what happens when you upload it to YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, yeah. it gets shared millions of times. Yeah. Now, when it gets shared millions of times, you know how monetization works. Exactly. Guess what? Now that person gets paid. Yeah, they get so, so where was the good deed? Where was the true good deed? Because the good deed was never there. The good deed was based predicated on you becoming like being able to be up being able to monetize over yeah, that yeah. so like for me like i i never talk about my good deeds because my good deeds are my good deeds that's between me and allah yeah, but there's that, no reason to fucking glorify your yeah fucking good deeds. yeah and that's uh, if you're gonna do something at the strength of your mm-hmm. heart honestly like i'm not here to you know bash anybody mm-hmm. that does it on any you know any social media platform gotcha. like if you're really gonna do something, Joe, just do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. Like you know what I mean. Even if even if you're trying to promote something, or awareness, or whatever the fuck, I don't think Put doing it, it that way mm-hmm. is the best way because videos be like fucking forty minutes long, nigga. We know you. They you. We know they homeless. That's what I'm saying. And you strip them of their dignity, and you you don't allow people to to be humanized mm-hmm. and that and that comes with empathy because people somebody's never taught you empathy in your life so you're looking like okay well i can't empathize with somebody but i know there's somebody on uh i know there's somebody on the street right and i walk past that person every day but today because i got a camera in my hand let me go ahead and tape them and then share it like somebody tried to argue me like oh oh well if like I'm just bringing awareness to it because they might, this might encourage other people to 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 go out and do it. I said, if they don't want to do it from the beginning, then what's going to encourage them to go out and do it? Because you recorded it. Because you recorded it. What? What? That doesn't even make any sense. I said the logic right behind is ass backwards. 
Like that shit is ass backwards. And I couldn't fathom like and but I'm talking to twenty some year olds. I'm talking to I'm talking to the age that grew up in social media. So the yeah, social media yeah. like if it's social media like with a lot of these people deal with body dysmorphia, like psychological issues. Like there's people that literally like if their pictures don't get enough likes, mm-hmm. they remove it. Right? We had something like that with uh Chloe Kardashian. Chloe Kardashian, they posted a picture recently, right? And I don't know if you're aware of it, but they posted a picture recently. I don't follow the Kardashians. But yeah, it was it's a little new because <laughs> <laughs> the Kardashian. But um, nah, there was like um, she posted a picture, right? Yeah. And the picture that she posted had no filters, no nothing, and her her um team hurried and pulled it from social media and YouTube, right? Yeah. And then she put out, and I'm paraphrasing, she puts out a uh, statement talking about, like, they have unrealistic beauty standards for women, and and it's hard to keep it up. But y'all created that beauty, beauty standard. Yeah. Y'all did. Y'all with these filters and this the, the these unrealistic butts between the Jenners yeah. and the Kardashians. Y'all created this unrealistic beauty standard that a lot of these women go by. But what's, what's so craziest to me is that black women, and uh, not all black women, but a lot of black women aspire to have Kardashian-like bodies, but the Kardashian bodies are inspired by black women. How? <laughs> How? Help me help me help you, bro. Yo, it's social media. That's why. But, it, but, it, but it, social media but fucked it, up women. <laughs> but it's the like, same. If I'm here to say it today. Social media you. fucked up women. See, listen, I'm a we can, so we can talk it. in every fucking area code and every fucking uh <laughs> <laughs> yo. Bro, but that's social media fucked up women. But bro. I think I think social media put I think social media only did what it was supposed to do. It it first of all is based on algorithms, right? So you have Instagram, I have Instagram. What I see and what you see is completely different based on what we like. Yeah. So like my social media is primarily like literally it's sports. <laughs> it's literally sports and like creative shit. Mm-hmm. Like so your algorithm might be a lot different. So think my about shit it like this. Mixy as hell. But but think about a woman that double taps and it's based on your double taps. So think about a woman that double tapped on Beyonce, double tapped on Rihanna, double tapped on Kardashian. So now all you see are these women coming down your timeline. So now you're looking like, oh, shit, this is the beauty standard. And even though you might not, your, your frontal lobe is not had taken it in and you're like, ah, oh, let me. But psychologically now you're like, yo, this is the beauty standard. This is what men like. Men don't like that shit. Yo, honestly, like, I mean, yo, listen, seriously, I, a, I don't listen, even know. Like, a lot of joint, women don't even li- know what men man, like. Listen, my little joint, man, listen, I take a natural <laughs> just like it is. I'm saying that's just what it is. Like, I, I prefer I prefer her natural than to deal with all of the other shit that goes through. Like, you know, all these different filters and all that stuff. Like, you know, I, I'll sit down with a woman and be like, look, you don't got to put a filter on. You know what I'm saying? There's no filter in real life. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to do that. You ain't got to put no makeup on. I'm cool. Guess what? We're going to fucking make up anyway. We're going to fucking make up anyway. you can't tell women that, bro. Why can't I? Because can't you I? can't. Why? Because, my nigga, like, you already know how some of these women mm, are, bro. They want to they wanna feel good. They want to feel good? They want to feel beautiful. Mm, but They, they want to feel like that B.I. But the, that's what I'm saying. The thing is, the reason why they want to feel like that B.I. is because these unrealistic beauty standards, and they're not getting it together for us. They're doing it for other women. They're not really doing it for us. Yeah. Because we don't give a fuck. Yeah, guess, what? Guess, guess, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? As long as you ain't looking like Hulk Hogan, I don't give a fuck. 
and that's and and i think i think that's the general consensus like we like even down to like body positivity and how we look at things like it's either one side of the spectrum or another right mm-hmm. so with body positivity is either like okay you accept the woman with the fake body or you have the woman on the other side of the spectrum that don't have the great and i wouldn't say the greatest body but based off the bmi the button like your bmi like she's she's technically overweight right yeah right so you look at people like lizzo right lizzo is a by far she's probably one of the most talented people yeah. in the world right but recently she equated um and i want to make sure i'm saying this right she equated being a fat woman to being like marginalized like a black person and i couldn't i couldn't wrap my head around the concept i couldn't wrap my head around the concept because because yeah, yeah, yeah. because i look at lizzo as like okay granted body shaming only works works one way let's let's really get into it so body body shaming only works one way mm-hmm. so a, a man can't tell a woman how their body looks right yo niggas like fat bitches straight Wait, up listen, there's a lot of niggas listen, out here that be listen they got the skinny listen, guys that don't even listen. Be afraid to show they big look. Moments. I ain't, I ain't taking you my, I ain't, I ain't taking my joint without a little fupa. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I, need like, my with that I don't really, I don't girl. care. Like, you ain't gotta have no six pack abs. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, like, I don't need that. I ain't trying to. First of all, little something to squeeze on. You that's feel what I'm saying. Like, give me some, give me some, <laughs> give me something to feel on while I hit the front. That's of what back. I be saying. Like, I don't be listen, man. <laughs> listen, but that's, but I love it. But positive body positivity only goes one way, right? Yeah. So, for example, if you look at like, like overweight women they're like oh well body positivity y'all can't make fun of me blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. all right cool let's have a little fun with it <laughs> a man is born with a certain type of penis oh god let's let's have fun with it let's <laughs> okay, have fun okay, with it right okay. so cool he can't control what kind of penis he's grown he, he's he's born with right yeah either he bought either he born with that beefcake or he not. Or you born with that shrimp shrimp not. you know what i'm saying <laughs> you might get it in between you might get a little frank footer you feel me? Listen, man. But what, the, what's that saying they say? You know what I'm don't saying? Don't want no shorty, shorty, man. <laughs> Little bitty, titty. Yo, I'm definitely going to drop that. But um, Do not drop that shit. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you singing. Don't want no shorty, shorty, man. Yo, keep going, man. Uh, what the fuck? What, 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 what? Nah. But no, no, no. Seriously, like, um, I'm definitely going to drop that, though. Um, they ain't dropping that shit. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's... it. Women make fun of men's... Um, shortcomings right but they speak about body positivity consistently right yeah why doesn't it work both ways help me understand help me help me help you you need to ask a lady that shit I, mean, listen, I don't know i like i really don't i don't understand it because guys are not born with the Boom. with the beefcake like you know what i mean like you gotta you gotta you gotta, you gotta you grow up and see like all right my shit back like you feel me like <laughs> And then there's some niggas that make it work with the young man. You know like, you feel like, me? You feel like, me? you got to like, just know how to rock the boat. Shaky, shaky, wakey, wakey. That's just what it is, but, man. But, but, that's but at the I'm, same thing, too, a lot of women be talking out here like, yo, I need a, I need a, a man. big dick. You can't big, even take you, it. You, bitch, you can't even take you this can't little even seven take it. Stop it. You can't even take a two-inch dick it. in your butt. How the <laughs> fuck you going to take a, uh, a fucking ten foot? But, that's, but, but you know, I, it goes back to unreal expectations. They want a nigga with a strong jawline yeah. that's 6'1", right? Got a four to six pack, right? Yeah. Got a dick that touches knees. You know what I'm saying? Nigga come on a four or five, get cooked, <laughs> make 90000 a year, right? Yo, it's all of these, like... Right, right? 
they, they like like they want all this shit, right? And then they be like, I got a lot to bring to the table. And guess what? You know what that lot is? Pussy. That's it, man. Pussy. Pussy. You like, don't even dress it up. But, no more. but there's some women out there that you know that bring a lot to the table. No, no, definitely. And then and there's some like, that's just be on some, yo, I'm pretty, I'm cute, I got box. Like, okay, can you cook? Can you cook? Can you read? Right. Can you write? <laughs> Don't do it. Can you have a conversation with people? Can you be sweet? Can you you know what I'm saying? Don't do it to him. Can you be affectionate? No. Can you be all of these things? Because like, yo, women really be having these standards. Like and I I really don't get it. I'm not here to bash like you know, women. It's not bashing, but I think like through my years, you know, sprays of being with women, like it's always some they need some nigga on this high caliber like it's it's goofy. Like I I think I think I think a lot of men I think a lot of men are raised by women. So either they're really disconnected from their emotions yeah. or they're really in tune with their emotions. Yeah. There's no in between, right? So me personally, like I can only speak for myself. Like there's times where I'm like extremely emotional and then there's days where I'm just fucking disconnected. I don't feel a thing. Mm-hmm. Like like mom like I like I've I've alluded to on numerous episodes. Like my mom ain't told me she loved me until I was twenty four, bro. Nigga, that was 11 years ago. That was 11 years ago, bro. So for me, like, I just, I like, for me, like, for a very long time, I looked at women as objects. And then it wasn't until I dealt with different scenarios in my life that I was able to understand their gripe and what it what it was to deal with a black woman and where she was at. Right, right, right. And now, now I'm going to that latter part of my life where I'm like, okay, I have a little girl myself. Yeah. So, like, her understanding of like what a black man is is going to be two different sides because she's living with her mother mm-hmm. but she she's constant contact with me and seeing me so the conversation she had with me is a lot different you know what i'm saying so like daddy why do you feel this way daddy and daddy's not gonna lie so daddy's not gonna sugarcoat nothing so daddy's gonna be like you know <clears throat> she's like her, my daughter says daddy why don't you live with me and mommy Cause me and mommy don't. Cause me and mommy can't. See, she don't understand me all mommy, that though. Me, nah, me no. So her 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 thing was. Like you could tell her that, but she's nah, not nah, really nah, gonna nah, fully nah, understand So my daughter, <laughs> my daughter. So <laughs> my daughter's about to go to a magnet school, bro. Mm-hmm. My daughter's pretty smart. So she says, she says, um, daddy, I gotta ask you a question. I said, what's up? She says, why you didn't marry mommy? And I said, so I said. Are you asking me that? Or your mother asking me that, <laughs> right? She says, she looks at me. And she says, "Daddy, that's my question." So I'm like, she looked at you like yo, that, yo, bro. She <laughs> wide-eyed. She said, "Daddy, that's my question." No, like, <laughs> so me, I'm like, okay, little one. Okay, so you want the honest answer? Yeah. She says, she says, yes, daddy. If you're gonna be honest with me, be honest with me. I'm like, yo, dog, you like seven. Like, yo, chill. That, yo, seven nowadays is, is 15. Chill, bro. So I'm like, so I said, I'm like, the reason why, because daddy and mommy couldn't agree on a lot of things. And daddy doesn't, daddy doesn't deal with his emotions the same way mommy deals with his emotion, her emotions. Mm. Mm, I can understand. I'm like, <laughs> like where this fucking kid come from bro yeah, but like she's like to your daughter, man. <laughs> bro she's like and then she's like talking to me and she's like daddy you just need to move next door to me because like i just need to see you every day and i'm like i don't think that'll work like that <laughs> like i don't th- i don't think your mom would be too kind about that she ain't gonna be happy about that man, one. listen man listen uh, i promise you like uh my her mom is just one of those people like she wanted me to be this this 
this old school this this old school guy mm-hmm. like the, the whole shivery and all that and not to say i'm not because look what you mean by old school guy describe that really. so we'll like that. very take his cues from take his cues from the woman kind of follow what the woman says and all that i don't do that you know what i'm saying what was she raised her daddy used to be like that her daddy like that <laughs> i ain't gonna do that <laughs> Yeah, he's stupid. <laughs> Daddy used to be like that. Nah, but for real, for real. Like, um, look, I respect, I respect the union of marriage and what it represents, uh-huh. right? And I just, for me, I just can't be like that. I just feel like, I just feel like. You have a the, problem with standing down. That that whole happy wife, happy life shit, that ain't for me, doggy. Yeah, that. That ain't for me. That ain't the way. <laughs> that ain't the way, boo-boo. No, 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 Yeah, no. what they call those guys? They call them saps. Sip. Sips, oh sips! Why, why they call them sips though? Like, what is, what is, what is that? A, what is? Because like? they like to be consumed. Wow. Sippy, sippy. Nah, but nah, for real though. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like I can't be like that. My nigga. I mean, and I like, but the crazy thing is, like, when my daughter's like that with me, yeah. I could be like that all day. You feel me? But that's, I, I just feel like that's the only woman I can kind of stand down to because I owe her that because she didn't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So the conversation is a lot different. So she's like. You know, daddy, like, she'll call me, bro, and, like, nigga, I'll be in tears. She'll be like, daddy, I just called you to see how your day was going, and I love you so much. And I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, Mina, don't do this to me. She's like, daddy, I just, I just love you, daddy. I just want to tell you I love you. And I'm like, this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, she really do, bro. And it just, it, it gets me in a place, and it's like, damn, like, this little girl love me no matter what. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's like, it's hard to find, and not to say I want the same love as my daughter, but it's hard to find a woman that says, no matter what you do, I'm going to love you. It's not conditional. It's not contingent on what you have. Everything is based on, okay, I love you. Even if, like, in, in this situation, is I love you without bounds. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to love you even if it, like, without any type of return. See, the thing is, a lot of times we live in, like, the situation is, like, the love is contingent. So, like, every other, like, I go on social media and I could look at, I could look at three women right now. This chick probably been with four niggas in the last three, four months. She loved every last one of them. How? How? That's a lot of dick in it. <laughs> Ride that pony. <laughs> Ride that motherfucking pony. Nah, yeah. but no, but it really, it, it, it blows my mind. It's It's, like, how do you feel, how do you feel, like, you you love someone your love is conditional it's predicated on what that person could do for you right if i say yo if i if i turn off these mics right now and say yo podcast over we done we ain't never make another episode mm-hmm. i'm gonna still love you like my brother regardless that's like that that doesn't waver mm-hmm. in a relationship if i'm with you and i love you i love you that's that's what it is yeah. i might not like you every day but i'm gonna love you every fucking day yeah. you know what i'm saying so like that's just and I, I think I think with some females they kind of get that kind of mixed up. But that, that's what I'm saying. Their love is contingent on their coochie and how much money you got. Can, and, nigga, and also if you cheat on them, nigga, can you make me come? If you if if you if you cheat on them, then they start acting. How about this? How about know? this? How about this? If I look scenario, I cheat on short, right? Yeah. I go and cheat, right? You say she says over. She thinks about it. She comes back and say, guess what? I still want to be with you. Guess what? 
that means you forgive me. That don't right? come around every day. No, no, no. Day. Time out. Time out. You forgive me, right? Yeah. So when you forgive me, what that mean? That means everything else you wiped away. Right? But you gotta realize too that I had to learn to realize, you know, <laughs> in, in, in my time. In the time of living. It's like they're gonna always like you know forgive you, but they're not gonna forget that shit at all. But the, but I'm and saying there's gonna be things that just triggers. little things that you do yeah that triggers like you know, mm. and it's just like. You like what the fuck is wrong? Like you know, like we but spoke the, about this. Like but, you know what but, I'm saying? But, but then if we already like, addressed it, if we already addressed it, right? If I addressed it a year ago, I yeah. addressed it two years ago, I addressed it three years ago, right? Mm. At what point do you stop bringing it up and say, "Hey, listen"? I think I think you should stop bringing it up. Probably like I'm not even gonna say that because I don't want to be hurt, I don't want to be that hurt, guy. Hurt, hurt. <laughs> I mean, I think I think hurt. Hurt only lasts as long as, as as long as you're not trying to actively try to like, fix it. Like so, I can say this, my bad to cut you off. Go ahead. Um, when I got hurt, mm-hmm. uh, this was like a couple years back. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like um, I kind of spoke. I probably spoke to shorty. I spoke to I spoke to shorty. Only been I, like I could say like I only really got my couples too, nigga. Huh? Couples too. Couples couple, too. Couples too. Is it several? I'm I'm letting you know. Like okay. it's more than one. I'll, so it's couple. So we yeah, gonna go two years. Yeah, like right, you know. Cool. So it's it's back, back, back. It's kind of fresh. Yeah, kinda like fresh. you know, like it's Especially back, fresh. back. So gotcha. I felt like the way how Shorty moved, you know, how she was mm-hmm. moving, it was foul as hell. Like gotcha. you know, I was being real supportive, like through the times that she, she was, was going, going through, what she was know? grieving and all. You know, like and I was really trying to be there, like and it just wasn't. I wasn't getting that same feedback. But sometimes, and, and that goes, I think, I think love. And how you love and your love language and all those different things play an intricate part in it. That's why, like, for me, like, my relationship and how I look at things is like, I have to, like, nigga, you gotta be my friend. Yeah. That's my homie. Like, like, it's like, like, I can laugh and kick it with you. Yeah. You ain't gotta suck my dick every time you see me. I'm yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm cool on that. You feel me? Nigga, could you grab the popcorn? Yeah. I can, let's make a milkshake. And I just found it, I just really, I just found it weird, like, people just, Turn their exes into their friends sometimes. <laughs> that kind of just throw like it, like I'm not saying like you know it's it's Who's a gonna know you better than your ex, yeah like but your ex still not might even fucking know you either. I mean so but they know aspects of you. Yeah, they, that's all they know. Yeah, but the thing but the thing is here's the here's the funny thing about exes. Yo, you grow every day, bro. Of course, of, straight either, up, you grow so, so, every day. No, no, bro. no. Let, let's be real. Either you grow or you digress. It's only two things. Like it's, it's, well, yeah, you can digress if you want to. If you swing. if you want to be that positive, you know, that person that you want changing your life, and you tired of just being, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can always grow. You can always grow. Got you, got you. I mean, you can. Like, I, no, no, no. Like I, dig people, it. I dig it. I feel like people that just want to be miserable just want to be. Yo, miserable. and I think I think there's people that are actively out there that are really stuck. And in their emotions like that, yeah. and they really liked. I think there's people out there that actually like feeling that way, like like feeling hurt. But who wants to feel fucking hurt? There are people out there that want to feel that because I I guess it, I guess it gives them something tangible, something to attach themselves to because they don't have anything to kind of stand on after that. Because think about it like this: if I cheat, right? Say mm-hmm. I cheat, and I never cheat again. You forgive me, but you're gonna always that's gonna always linger in your mind yeah. about the cheating. But I'm doing everything in my power. You seen the movie Acronym, right? Yeah, I seen it. Right? Acrimony. It's, it's acrimony. acrimony. Yeah, acrimony. 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 acrimony, right? Because I looked at you. Like, acrimony. acrimony. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, go ahead, man. <laughs> no, so um, in that movie or whatever, like the uh the primary person, Taraji's character, right, 
She was dealing with the nigga while he was grinding and yeah. coming up. She believed in his dream, right? It wasn't until other people started to come in and say, hey, listen, he's not doing anything with himself. Yeah. He needs to... So she was influenced by the outside. Yeah. And then once she was influenced by the outside, that was pretty much it. Now, he cheated, right? He never cheated again, mm-hmm. right? He was coldly into her. She believed in his dream until somebody else told her not to believe in him anymore. And then once he became what I he became. I think it wasn't it. Wasn't it something about him and the money not coming through or some shit like that? No, nah, no. Nah, he, 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 they offered him, they offered him like, uh, I think it was like $100,000, $10,000. Yeah, and I think he didn't take it. And he didn't take it because he said, like, like the conversation I've had with you, if a motherfucker can pay me 90000 to run a store. Mm-hmm. That means if I'm that means I'm probably gonna bring the store two million dollars, right? Yeah. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be ten percent or less of the actual money that I actually bring in, right? So if I can do that, why can't I take the the same talents that I have, go manage my own team, and go make my own money, and then guess what? I control every aspect of my business. I rather work I rather work sixty hours for myself than to work forty hours for oh, another most motherfucker. Definitely, man. You know sixty saying? hours like, it, for yourselves—that's a good fucking day. That's what I'm saying. So like. A lot of people, a lot of people look at it like, okay, well, if I cheated, you know what I'm saying, and I and and I moved back, and they agreed to take me back, then that's it. But a lot of these people, like, they don't want to let go of the hurt because they, they like the way it feels. It motivates them. It motivates them to get whatever they have to get through their mm-hmm. their fucking simple ass life, and that's just what it is. Like I, and and people I, are terrible. Period. <laughs> People are fucking. Terrible. I mean, listen, and then you—it doesn't make it any better. Like, um, celebrities, like we're gonna talk about the game and his <laughs> unrealistic, ex- unrealistic expectations. That nigga doing cocaine. Or nah, something. man, listen, this fucking Derek Jackson ass nigga. And I, and I, man, listen, I've always loved the game music, bro. But like, I just feel like, and if you're not aware, we're talking about the game was basically saying, like, if my woman does everything. She cooks, she cleans, she does this, and she fucks me well. I'll pay all the bills. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But that's like wanting champagne with beer money. Right? That's real shit. A lot of these niggas, your average man makes about 49500 a year. Right? The average man? Yeah, about 50000 Yeah, you're about 50000 About 50000 50000 So... But what, depending on the age bracket, well, but, but, also you got some fucked up. That's what I'm. Here. That's what I'm saying. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So like your average man, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You set unrealistic expectations, right, for these women to say, "Hey, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, be in this 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 uh, relationship with this man. He's gonna take care of all the bills. He's gonna do this, right? And all I gotta do is cook, clean. But a lot of y'all can't even cook no noodles. I can't make no damn like no eggs. Oh you can't do pretty much Yo, anything. Sad. Like but a no, lot of women but, don't but, know how to cook these but, days. But, but not even that. A lot of y'all want these traditional men, but y'all want to be hot girls. Let's 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 really dive into it. Yeah. Y'all can't have both. Y'all can't have both. So guess what? Like if if Susie May wants to be a homemaker and she wants to do that, then guess what? If, if she makes sure that I have a meal every time I come home, and I do this and this and this, and she's not going out every night, and she's doing this. Then yeah, she deserves everything under the sun, and she always makes sure I'm alright, no, like mentally. Because the thing is, a lot of these women don't ever say, "Yo, babe, how are you feeling? How's your mental today?" Mm. Yo, is there anything I can do for you? Can I can I make sure that you're okay mentally? Is it what is it that's bothering you? Mm. Not do you need your dick sucked? Don't you want some pussy? Like, 
what's going on in your well, head? I want that too, but you know. No, 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 no. no. But I, I, honestly, <laughs> but nah, I hear what you're saying, though, because a lot of, a lot of even, women don't even do Even when that. I get text messages, it's like, yo, I, I, yo, I just want to fuck the shit out of you. Is that all you oh. are? <laughs> but then when the conversation comes in, like, how are you doing today? Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm more receptive to that because it's like, okay, you know, you care about my well-being. And because you care about my well-being, I'm going to respond to that. Because guess what? That's That might be the thing that I need today mm. that's going to push me over the top. Because guess right, what? Right, I turn over right. my... I, say I turn over and I look at my phone and it's like, damn, baby, I miss you. I just want to fuck. I'm probably not in that mental space today. I probably just need some words of motivation just to get it going. Yeah, just to right? get me through the day. Just to get me through the day. But then I turn around and it's like, hey, I just was thinking about you. And I want to tell you that I love you. And I hope that you have a great day. And I'm extremely proud of you. And continue to push through. Those words will get me more turned on. So, quick question. Not to catch you up. What's up? How often has it happened to you like through your dating life? <laughs> like, be honest. How, how, I've how had, often? I've, I've, and this is real. Like, I think I've had the pleasure of having decent women in my life. Mm. Decent women in my life. So when I talk about accountability and understanding and growth and how to be a man, I just wasn't ready for those. And that's yeah. just me knowing. I think I just think as a young man, like a lot of good women came early. And we, it was a test from God to say, hey, like, you know, lie, bro. you know, I just I, honestly, that's how I feel, because that's, like even in my days, like I had, you know, mm-hmm. I had some potentials, but mm-hmm. I guess it, it just didn't work out that way. I just I, I mean. And but I can he, say it wasn't my fault. No, no, no. But not, not, not all of it. <laughs> but no, no, no. But a lot of times, um, women, like, women can see the greatness in you before you see it in yourself. And women, like, men need women to drive themselves to greatness. It's a it's a yin and a yang. It's crazy how, like, how how simple it is, but how, how complex it is. Mm. So it's like, um, it's like finding those perfect sneakers or um that hat now i got a shit ton of sneakers in my closet yeah right but them crocs or them air max 270s i put them bitches on in a heartbeat (laughs) because not even that but they give me that security right and the security that's that it gives me it allows me to be myself in the most comfortable place Mm -hmm. where i can lean back and just be honest and I'm using that metaphorically speaking, but that's how I look at it. I follow, I follow. So, so, yeah. so a lot of people, a lot of people have yet to find that perfect pair of shoes that kind of complement themselves. A lot mm. of people are just like, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna date this person because they look this, this, and way. And the thing is, like, I've dated beautiful women, and I, I continue like to to have like the pick of the litter. It's just, I'm just not looking for that anymore. I'm not. Like it's nice. Like arm candy's nice. I've had a lot of arm candy with stink pussy though. <laughs> well, why would you even be approaching it? But that's what I'm saying. What I'm what I'm saying is what I'm saying is, and 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 I I meant I meant stink pussy metaphorically and like literally. Yeah, correct yourself. Literally, but um, nah, I said literally. But no, no, no. But what I'm saying is like it, it's it's real. Like it's real. One of those situations where I'm like, I have like this this great situation going on but sometimes like i think with most men they foul it up because they don't mm-hmm. they don't know they don't know how to go about it they don't know what the expectation is and i guess like I, but that, nobody really 
knows what the fucking expectation I, I, I guess, is. but that goes into learning somebody's love language too. Like yeah, learning, yeah, yeah. Learning, learning what what gets. Like them I think going. people are more scared of getting hurt. Boom. Than actually Boom. getting to enjoy their partner. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you don't know whatever, you know, where they came from before. Mm-hmm. But then. You, so you're trying to do the polar opposite of yeah, whatever yeah. happened. Instead of just being yourself. Like, I, and I guess, I guess I spent so much time like, all right, I'm going to do this. 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 Then I never allowed myself to kind of be me. And then, you know, I got approached with a situation. And now it's like, I am who I am. And it, and it feels like it, it feels marvelous to be like, all right, cool. I can be myself. I can like, yeah. I can literally let my hair down and just like really have conversations and be like, okay, cool. This is this is something that that could be for me today, mm-hmm. as well as fifteen years from now. Right. You know what I'm saying, and you got to look at situations like that and just go, okay, well, is this beneficial for me? Because uh, like, I truly believe that you can be like wholeheartedly madly in love with somebody. Yeah. But y'all don't fit. And yeah, then, honest. That's that's th- real. That's shit. real. You can be madly in love with that person. That person, like that person's like the the sun and the moon to you, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't fit. And then you can love somebody just enough, right? But y'all just fit so well, and it just y'all complement each other. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you're able to build a life. See, the thing is, you can learn to love somebody, and people don't believe that shit. Like you can really yeah, yeah. learn, honestly, can, yeah, yeah. You can really learn to love somebody because that's all it is. It's a, it's a, it's a sacrificial situation where you're learning to love somebody every single day. You know what I'm saying? I love the freckles on you. I love, I love the way you talk. I love, I, I love how you you cater to my needs. I love how you allow me in your world where I can kind of be in that place with you when you're going through those down times. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are not willing to be like that. A lot of people want. Yeah, I want this fairy tale relationship. I want to get married, and and it's crazy because like with social media, you would. I was just about to say that social <laughs> media. With with you with with social media, you would assume that people get married at a higher rate <clears throat> because people are like. But the thing is, it's not it's not getting married. It's staying. Staying married, married is a problem. Man, fifty three percent of all people get divorced. Yeah, man. So like my, it's my, not like how it used to be. No, no, definitely no. not. No, no, but that's the thing. Because like, the love is different. Because the love is conditional. It's predicated on literally, guess what? If this situation is this, then this situation is this, then I love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I love you. If you can take me to 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 Toledo or you could take me to like um Jamaica or you could take me to Cancun, guess what? I love you. Yo, a motherfucker will cut you off if you don't like their dog. <laughs> <laughs> like yo, seriously, like yo. Here. You know, some out. people like really like will really like Nah, I get it. Treat like the smallest things like so fucking big. But because like, I mean, I guess I I think I think it's it goes back to earlier what you said, KYP, knowing your personnel and kind yeah. of knowing, knowing that conversation, how that conversation gonna go between you and that person. So like I mean, I've had people ghost me. Like like literally ghost me, like, yo, I didn't like the way you did this. And I'm like, So why don't you just tell me? Oh, I just felt like I didn't have to tell you. Okay, well, you ghost me, and now now you spin the block and you text yeah. me. Now I'm like, fuck, you texting me for? Yeah, I I just feel like a lot of a lot of new couples, a lot of old couples, like mm-hmm. just need to communicate. I think communication like, is the biggest. Definitely, thing. like that's the number one thing. Like just communication. Like you mm-hmm. go no fucking where with that, man. Nah, I mean, I I think it's and and it kind of like I just want to wrap this segment up, but 
I think communication is the biggest, biggest thing when it comes to relationships, understanding their love language. Like my love language in particular, like I'm a music guy. <coughs> so like I can literally give you, I can put a playlist together, 20 songs in chronological order, and it will tell you how I feel about you from top to bottom. Yeah. Like that's, I'm just a music but, guy. Yeah, but even if, you know, some people don't even, you know, they don't, some people don't do that, you know, just no, no, no. honestly, you just, yeah, you just have to just really tell your partner, like, you know, even if it's on a note. Mm-hmm. It's in the email, mm-hmm. just something, just letting them know like how much you care about them. You yeah. know, you seeing how much they, you know, they yeah. grow and everything. Like, you really appreciate them. Like man. my text, my text messages. Like a that lot doesn't of hurt at all. Say hey, hey babe, I hope you have a good day today. Nah, definitely. You. Like I'm one of those people. Like I, my text messages goes, hey yo, I just want to let you know I'm thinking about you, and that you run across my mind, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to stop to check on how you feeling today. That sound like you trying to get some sex later, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that's literally that's literally how I am. I'm not one of those people like, yo, you mean the world to me. I just want to let you know that everything and everything's. Nah, I get you, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I can be that guy, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm motherfucking rose petals, rubby feet. I'm saying if I feel it, if I'm in that mood, I got to be in that mood. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm all about love. But, again, we about to wrap this drain up. Yeah, let's wrap that up, man. Let's go ahead and wrap just, this just up. Just love your man. Just lo- Ladies, love your guy. Guys, love your lady, man. Communicate. That's what y'all got to do, man. We're going to sum that up, man. Let's de- that's definitely it. So, on to the next one. So, um, I don't know if you know who Roland Ray is. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> Like this is even news. Like this is even like something not, even like I don't, I don't I don't think it's news, but there's a reason why I'm tackling this in particular because okay. because we can we can kind of empathize on why we we're gonna talk about this particular subject. So, um, Roland Ray, um, if you're not familiar with Roland Ray, Roland Ray Roland Ray is a uh, internet personality. He's been on uh, MTV. That nigga was on Divorce Court too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, it was fell um people's court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Roland Ray, um, he coined a phrase called "per," just "per," p u r r. He coined a phrase years ago, right? Now, if you're not familiar with the artist, who's the name? Col- Carly Ray. Yeah, I think Carly that's her name. That's Benzino's daughter. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're not familiar with her, right? Um, she they call her Big Per. <laughs> Right, <laughs> yo, she mad skinny, bro. I ain't gonna say that. I, I literally, I was about to, I was really about to get my bag. Yo, Shorty says she got a big purr. Ah. I ain't gonna lie, the skinny joints be having the knuck good. <laughs> <laughs> the knuckle pussy, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. That shit like nah, nah, yeah, it's that just, shit, that should be looking like a. Nah, that's I ain't gonna lie. There's some skinny joints. The motherfucker pussy look like. Motherfucking, yeah, uh, motherfucking, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, yeah, so he coined the phrase years ago. She came out, called herself Big Purr. She got a yeah. song called Big Purr, yeah, I right? heard it, I heard it, but um, yeah, like I just feel like he 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 went out and he made a song about her basically stealing the phrase. Mm-hmm. I feel two ways about it. Right. So what's the first way? So the first way is I feel like if you're gonna do something like that, give somebody credit. Give somebody credit for, you know, if they inspired you. Yeah. What if she didn't even know who the hell he was though? So she honestly, was, like, all right, all right, all right, let's play devil's advocate, right? Uh, yeah. Say she didn't know who he was, right? 
She has a team, right? Right? So, usually when you're on that level, you have a team of people. Right? My team don't know it either. No, I'm just... Just, just, just roll with me. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. All right. So say you have a team, right? The team knows about Big Perf. Mm-hmm. I mean, or Perf, right? <laughs> <laughs> so they know about it, right? And they say, you know what? This person is not big enough. This person is not on a platform the way you are. Let's go ahead and steal this, right? But they do that a lot in the industry, that, though. And anyway, that's, and that's what I'm about to get at, right? You take the lesser known person, you take their creative ideas, and you don't give them credit. Right, you make multi million dollars. You look at like stuff like Fortnite, like when uh was it uh JB Blockboy did that shoo yeah shoo. yeah we were speaking about right? that on the live so yeah, so yeah. he made that right, and the dance with it, and then Fortnite monetized off of it. So did two K yeah right. You look at this. This is another situation where the team made are making money off of somebody else's creative ideas and not acknowledging them. You even if you don't want to compensate them, cool. Don't compensate them, but it just just acknowledge them. Yeah. Okay, that's my first. That's my first take on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. My second take on it, I blame Ray. Definitely. You know why? Because if you create something, and you feel like it, even if you don't feel like it's gonna take off right you gotta away, have that paperwork. Boom. Get some motherfucker. Do a poor man's copyright, and they're like, everybody probably listening to me out there. Like, what the fuck is a poor man's copyright? Right. Poor man's copyright is say you you make um a write a song or you know you don't have the money or whatever you write a song you send it to yourself that means it goes to the postal system once it goes to the postal system it gets a stamp on it once it gets a stamp it has a stamp and a date so if anybody makes any music or say 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 you go t you go and get you get my music right and you make a song and it blows up Mm-hmm. I have the poor man's copyright with the actual date on it. So say the song comes out after it. Mm-hmm. Guess what? You have to compensate me for that. That's a yeah, poor man's yeah, copyright. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like a lot of these a lot of these people come out and give out free game and then be mad at the people for taking it. So like I just feel like I feel like it's a, a disservice on the creatives. Like when when I go out, we make our shit. Like I make sure that our shit is airtight so nobody can come back and say, "Hey, listen, Yo, I, I I did this, this, and this, and then I go listen to another podcast, or I listen to another. I, I, yeah, <laughs> don't do that. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, don't do yeah, that. we're don't gonna talk that. about Mr. Don't do Buttons. That. Don't, do that. don't do that. But what I'm saying is that like, you go and you go and listen to different podcasts, or you go listen to different audios, and it sounds vaguely familiar to you, which you've already putting out, mm-hmm. and now you're like, okay, well, my. I know I want to take my creative properties and I want to make sure that I I, I block everybody yeah. out and I say, hey, listen, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I cover my creative properties, right? You need to do the back work in order to be able to come to the courts and say, hey, listen, this was mine. This was my idea. This is how I did it. And I feel like I should be compensated for it or not even compensated. Guess what? Just acknowledge me on the album. If you acknowledge me on the album, guess what? Those things, those connections that I what I would need to be successful now, I have accessibility. But you gotta look at it. She probably like, who the hell is this guy? Who the hell is this guy to question me? That's what I think is happening. Who is this guy to question me? And you know, versus yo, the internet is too big, right? Especially like when I think when it comes to industry people, the circle becomes very small because everybody has a connection with everybody. You know what I'm saying? So that like if you think about it like this, if I if I see a motherfucker only got thirty thousand 
followers and I got 2.1 million. Yeah. That's, a, that's an easy flip. <laughs> you follow? Yeah, and we, yeah. And we, and we see we see that all the time with creatives. Like these creatives, they create shit and then they give it away. And then they're mad at the people when they make multi-million dollars off, off of their creation. Then they go, well, I don't understand. I don't understand the business. You're not taking the time out to teach yourself the business so you can be successful in the long term. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at it like, well, you know, this yo, Drake just got my motherfucking track. It's just all about doing your homework. And the thing is, you, you ready? You ready for every, everybody? Yo, Google's free. Mm-hmm. Google's free. Yeah. So any question that you have, literally you can ask Google. You can Google, type in the dumbest shit and they'll still fix it for you. And they'll fix it for you to answer the questions. And, and the thing is, like, this is these are resources that are accessible to us, but we much rather get our Instagram and double tap. We have supercomputers in our hands, and we and we choose not to utilize. Yeah, them so to the you best definitely got to blame Ray on that one. That, that's what I said. That's why I put more to blame on Ray. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope he figures it out. Baby girl, get your money. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope he figures it out, and I hope he uh, he gets compensated. You know, if if he's not, if he didn't sub doing on Twitter and all of that, she if, ain't about to fuck with son. If he ain't even gonna get a dollar. If he. Uh, and I keep saying if, because I, uh, he's if, not going to get a dollar. <laughs> I promise you that. I just, I mean, I just. I if just he would have had the paperwork back then, yeah, right now he's not getting that. I just, I just want the smaller creatives to be able to, because I mean we're creatives, so like I want the smaller creatives to be acknowledged for the things that they. Almost oh, definitely. That's what I'm saying. But like, everybody so, was uh, all, you know, once a small fucking creator. Yeah, yeah. Everybody at, at one point, you everybody starts off as a small creator, and then they eventually get into that place where. They're making things consistently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying so. I just think that with 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 that, you know, we just gotta continue to push through. So, hold on. All right, so we're back from a short bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I don't want to be doom and gloom, so um, we're just gonna kind of just dive right into this. Um, every week it seems like we're going through something that has it's. It's shaking the nation. And I think me personally, I'm so desensitized to it that I want to feel something for it, but I can't because it's it's become part of our normal. Um, I kind of want to dive into this. His name is uh, Adam Toledo. Now, if you're not aware, if you haven't been watching news, if you haven't been watching um, clips on YouTube, uh, Instagram, anything like that, but um, Adam Toledo, um, young boy from Chicago, uh, Hispanic boy was shot killed by a police officer. Now the police officer had a body cam on him. Um, in the body cam, you can see um, very clearly that Adam Toledo has his hands up. Yeah. And the police officer shot him. Now, what really is disturbing to me is that after he shot him, he asked him if he's okay. That's this fucking. That's that's the part that I don't understand. Like. That, I really don't understand that shit. So and that's just even with the just the past situation with um with the last with the kid the last mm-hmm. kid that just passed away. Yeah, um Dante Wright. Yeah, like with you, that officer with the with the with the, with the taser yeah, versus with the, the taser versus the Glock. Yeah, yeah. like come um, on, man. It's a uh, it's it's becoming a a, a trend <laughs> consistently. Um, I just feel like I'm hurting for his parents. That's one. Most definitely, um, man. I I hope that Allah is pleased with his journey up until that point. 
and uh, he make his makes it through the pearly gates. Yeah. My thing is, like, they said the little boy had a gun and he tossed the gun. Okay, so if he had a gun and he tossed the gun, if he tossed the gun, he's unarmed, right? Yeah. So if he's unarmed and his hands is up and he's showing that he's surrendering, why shoot him? Why? Because that's what the fuck they do. <laughs> I think you've seen every situation. Not to cut you off, you've seen all of mm-hmm. these situations mm-hmm. happen year by year by fucking year, bro. I just it's I, like when is it really gonna be enough? Like I, when is it like honestly, like how many more fucking kids you gonna kill? How many more twenty year olds, thirty year olds, forty year olds you gonna keep fucking assuming that somebody's a fucking threat? I just think that I think for me, like he we keep saying reform the police, reform the police, reform the police, right? Let's let's call it what it is. Like police were were part of the slave brigade. They mm-hmm. used to they used to work with the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, Mosaic. Right, and they would go if you out. You don't know the history. And they would go out and up. they would and they they would go out and literally chase and go get the slaves and then bring them back. Right. Yeah, you know niggas have to have permission slips. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine you gotta come outside with a fucking permission slip. To breathe air that they didn't fucking curate, that's a what, land that they didn't curate. But that's the, I mean, that's the general consensus. So you have these these nasty ideologies that they've had for centuries upon centuries, right? They treat everybody like a threat. Now, if I'm a lawyer, right, it takes me eight years to become a lawyer, correct? Right, and then I have to part pa- pass the part bar exam, right? Mm. Once I pass the bar exam, then I become a lawyer. I can start practicing law. How is it that I go through six months of training to be a police officer? Right, and then I have to enforce the law that it took a lawyer eight years to understand. How? Help me. I don't. I don't get it. And because of that, we have we have two. It's it's twofold because a lot of us don't know our rights. Right. Yeah, most definitely. And again, Google is your best friend. A lot of us don't know our rights, and then the second part is that these cops don't know the law. Right, they don't know so they, the law and they got a whole fucking handbook in front of them. They got a and exactly and every job gives you a fucking manual, gives you a booklet. And what's, I, what's what's the job responsibilities? But like, the, but like, come on, but what do we expect you to do? That's and that and I think I think it's a bring to the table to this you know to this company this establishment whatever the fuck this force whatever you know this yeah, yeah, team, yeah. like you know come on like. All they doing is, you know, just they gonna wave that shit away. But that's what I'm saying. It's a, it's a protecting. So you're telling me that I, I hire you to protect and serve the community, right? When I hire you to protect and serve the community, a lot of times, these communities are paying taxes, right? A lot of these people pay taxes. Let's just put it out there. We all pay taxes. All right, so we pay. Coming t- out of our fucking pocket. So it's coming out of our pocket, and you doing. kill us. So I make, I pay your salary so you can kill me, right? And then what my biggest issue is is. A lot of these cops that police these areas, especially these disenfranchised areas, these places that are overly policed, right? These are places that are marginalized. They get people from the outside. Two, three, four counties over, right? They drive 45 minutes every day to come down here to police. So now you have somebody that doesn't know the neighborhood, doesn't know the people, and they're policing this neighborhood, right? Years ago, when you have police officers, they would come out of that community. And if they come out of that community, they have a general understanding of the people that's there. So versus, I'm not going to arrest you. I'm going to go take you to Miss Thomas because that's your mom. Yeah. Versus, versus, you know what? Put your hand on the steering wheel. Oh, why aren't you complying? Why aren't you doing this? You know what? He has a gun. 
I thought he had a gun. I thought he was a threat. Let me shoot him and use lethal force versus, okay, let me have a conversation with this person. Let me do this, this, and this. But the thing is, like, with the blue wall, they don't snitch on each other. That's one. Two, it's their model is we just got to make it home. Yeah. So if we just got to make it, think about it like this. Think think about that mindset. If every black person in this, in, in the country said, I just got to make it home. If we had that mindset, how many bodies would be laying down? I just got to make it home. I get in an argument with somebody. I just got to make it home. I do this. I just got to make it home. So, like, if I'm literally like that mm-hmm. consistently, if I'm on tilt all the time, think about it like that. Because, like, born and raised in New York, bro, I was always on tilt. So, so you gotta be on your that's what I'm saying. Kids, so, so if I'm always on tilt, guess what? If, if a nigga come at me sideways, like, we're going to get it shaking. Now, I'm not going to shoot you because guess what? I'm looking at assault and battery. I'm saying assault with a deadly weapon. I'm probably looking at five years. If I kill you, I might get manslaughter 15 to life. Depending on if it seemed like it's premeditated or not. Yeah. So I say all that to to say, how is it that we're not holding these cops accountable to the law that they are supposed to enforce that they're supposed to know? Because they have a fucking badge. So when you get a badge and you're not black... Like the world is yours. What's the uh? Not even not even sound like a fucking asshole. Most definitely. Like seriously, like how many fucking white officers, white and I mean uh, uh, male and female that got off? That's what I'm saying. They did a little bit of time, and they remember the and they got off. Dang, what is the what is the Minnesota officer's name? Uh, his name uh that went to jail. He killed uh. I think I know you talking about. I can't remember it. Anyway, um, he, uh, Minnesota police. Oh, that's his name. Mohammed Noor. His name is Mohammed. Mohammed Noor. Mohammed Noor. What year was this? Uh, 17, I think 16, 17. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So Mohammed Noor, um, he killed an unarmed white woman. Guess where he's at? Take a while. We, we know where he at. Where's he at? Tell me. Steady trying to find them old. <laughs> I do that, like seriously, that shit is whack, bro. Like, like why, why, why is it like why it is? Why is it always like that? Because like of, honestly, because of colorism and how and how it's it's perceived. America, America's a corporation that was put in place. America's a corporation that was put in place to 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 continue to hold um, the people that it was never intended to accommodate mm-hmm. down. And that's just what it is, right? Um, I think it's, I think America has this. White America has this. They switch girlfriends, and I and and how I'm about to explain it is crazy to me, like cause they, not, So white America, we're their long term girlfriend. Black black and brown people, well black people. Let's say not black and brown. Let's go black people. Black people is their long term girlfriend, mm-hmm. right? They abuse us. They fuck us. They do whatever they want. Right, and then guess what? We we still ask for their forgiveness. We still we still want to be there. We still want to be in a relationship. We still want acceptance from them. Right? Then, from time to time, they they step out. And when they step out, right? When they stepped out, 
last time it was um we were looking at your west i mean yeah 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 your far east people yeah. your, your muslims and all that that was their new girlfriend and they abused them and disrespected them and made them feel like unwanted right yeah and then came back and they started to abuse us again right then now their new fetish is asians <laughs> that's a new fetish like white America treat us like an abusive. Yeah, that's literally how. Nah, you 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 got a point about that, bro. Like like we and it, no matter what, we ask for acceptance. We say, yo, please don't hit me again. I'm sorry. I'll do better again, daddy. But then you have those people that say fuck it and they just. But that they kill but, and destroy. But that's what I'm saying. You have you say for example, you have five to six people that might step up against the oppression, right? Yeah. That still doesn't. It still doesn't account for the masses that still want it. Think about it like this. I'm going to tell you how fucked up we are. When something happens, when one of us get arrested, what's the first thing they say? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? They don't think for a second you've been wrongly accused. They go, what do you do? I told that nigga not to do that shit. Instead of saying... Yo, let's figure out how to get him out of jail. Let's get him the right counsel. Let's get him yeah. some protection. Nah, I told him not to do that shit. Nah, that nigga did it to himself. No funny shit. Like, man, listen, when I got popped, yeah, that nigga did it to himself. I called all my niggas that was my friends. <laughs> yeah, that nigga did it to himself. Yeah, I told that nigga not to do that shit. Yeah, but seriously, like, just that whole situation with, with the young boy, like, that shit is fucked up. Like, honestly, like, Burr didn't even get to live his life. I mean, that's listen, the real. That's that, the real thing about it. He didn't get a, to live his life. It's it's a cut short thing, and that and, and for it, him to my bad not to cut you up, mm-hmm. for him to you know surrender, you know throw the mm-hmm. gun like come on, bro. He but, can't harm you. He's thirteen. But that's what I'm saying. Like even America, uh, America views things differently. Like um, recently, um, I, I hope I'm saying it, but Lillian Carrillo, Carrillo, she uh she killed three of her children. She killed all three of her children. She drowned them. Oh, that crazy ass lady. Yeah, so she. Man, that shit is fucked up, bro. So, um, it was a six month old, it was a two year old, and a three year old. Yeah. She drowned them, right? Because she didn't want her, her, she didn't want her child's father to get access to him. Yeah, because she thought he was part of some trafficking shit or whatever. Yeah, some sex trafficking shit or whatever. Fucking. So now. Crazy, bro. He said that he wanted to get her mentally evaluated. Way before, too. Way before that. And they disregarded it. And the system is set up in place where we look at it like, okay, well, you know, if they, it, it like, it goes back to what I was saying. Like, the, it protects women and children. Mm-hmm. Right? So, the the, mm-hmm. the father's, the, the father's, like, cries for help went unnoticed. And now he's, he, he loses all his children. So, now, with, now, now he has no children. And that's the problem with the court system. Like, it's, like, automatically, like, hey, the mom is... No, but but his center because but, but here's the, exactly. But here's the thing, he cried that she was mentally insane and she needed to be checked. Yeah, I kept him with that. Yeah, I kept him with the lady. She kills him, and guess what? When the criminal criminal uh, criminal defense comes up, they're gonna say, "Oh, she was crazy." The it's on record that the father says she was crazy, yeah. so she's gonna go to a mental institute instead of going to jail. Yeah, exactly. She's right? gonna be at a fucking psych ward. So you see how that works. Oh, my kids, my my kids were better dead. You know, <laughs> you know, dead. Like, come on, man. Yeah, she said my kids were better off dead than to be with their father. Yeah, then she had to say, oh, like, oh, come on, man, you ain't care about them kids. 
She didn't give a damn about. And then they were saying that you know it could probably be cause of postpartum, postpartum. and everything like postpartum. that. I don't even want to get into that topic because that's a that's a big that's you know a, that's, touchy that's, that's, that's start, you that's know topic layers. for uh, for a lot of females. So, that's but layers. like if, even if it was a cause of that, like why not just go out and seek help if you really felt like if your your kid's father was that kind of guy and just give those kids to your to the grandparents or something like that. Because it's a I think I think with um a lot of postpartum and stuff. And a lot of things, um, we don't feel like, we don't feel like, a second. So, I, I think a lot of times with, like, like when it comes to, like, mental health, um, especially, like, like people got to actively want to look for help. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't look for it. And I guess what I've learned, especially, like, being a black man, a lot of times um, people don't advocate for it. Um, I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Like I was taught, all you got to do is bring it to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking laughing, but I'm dead ass. <laughs> Take it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. Take it to Jesus. <laughs> but um, it was never, it was never one of those things where you're like, well, let me go ahead and <laughs> this nigga said, let me drink something on that because it's crazy. But no, it's it's take it to Jesus, take it to Jesus, take it to the altar. Like you put a little holy holy oil on me, and now I'm I'm saved and sanctified. Yo, you're <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Nigga, say you fucking sanctified. Nah, but that's but that, I'm dead ass, bro. I used to tell my mom I was depressed. Like I used to tell my mom all the time, like I'm going through it. Like I don't feel right. Like emotionally, like I'm fucking distressed. My mom ain't. My mom, you better go distress them dishes, nigga. Like, so, quick question to that. Like, did you ever go and seek help for that? Or you I am, just kind of just... I am a huge advocate for therapy. And I've been to a therapist. Okay. I am actively looking for a therapist. I think that... I think every woman in my life deserves the best version of me. Okay. So, and I, and I feel... That's a good like way to I just, make it sound good. <laughs> but nah, nah, nah. That sounds, that sounds real crazy. But nah, I just really feel like that... Um, in order for me to be the best for my future partner, to be the best dad, to be the best friend, brother, everything, I have to actively seek help. Right. And not to say I'm not going off the I'm not going off the deep end. I ain't crazy, but I understand. Oh yeah, most definitely. You but know, I you under- just got some, some but I got, issues. I got that. some. I got some issues. Like man, listen, I got issues. Yeah, issues like, like everybody fucking else. But see, the thing is, part of the 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 hardest part is, um, it's acknowledging the issue. Cause a lot of motherfuckers feel like they ain't, they ain't shit wrong with them, but it, first you acknowledge the issue, then once you acknowledge the issue, then you're able to kind of, kind of just roll with it and fix it. The thing is, the hardest part is just acknowledging it. A lot of motherfuckers don't want to acknowledge that. Nobody don't want to be like damn. Nah, 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 nah. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> like you know, nobody's not gonna really come out and just say, "Yo, damn, I really got a problem." Nah, look, my my uh. Like, the first time I realized, like, you know, how I thought and how I felt wasn't normal. Like, I was in my teens, and I was just like, I'm dealing with all this emotional distress. And I would tell my mom, my mom be like, ain't nothing wrong with you, nigga. You just, yeah, yeah and I used to be like, yo, there's something wrong with me. Like, right. I, nigga, ain't nothing wrong with you, man. You better go in your motherfucking room. And now it's yeah, like, no, I think a lot of parents, like, but, but, but the thing just is, ignore that. But here's the thing. Uh, it's because they've never dealt with their, their trauma. Mm. They never addressed their trauma, mm-hmm. so because they didn't address their trauma, 
Like uh, I had a, I posted something on social media the other day where I was talking about like you don't have to necessarily like like people think that every time your kid does something out of line you just gotta pop them. No, you can have a conversation with your child. Yeah, you can have a conversation because guess what? As they get older, they understand. But it's a proven fact. You can go look the shit up. Kids that get spankings tend to be more aggressive when they get to school. And they get in more trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah. dead serious. <laughs> you, you laughing. Yeah, I know, I know, but, I know. But kids that get spankings tend to be more aggressive when they get in school. And when they get more aggressive, like if somebody does something they don't necessarily like, they they revert back to what they learned wow, at wow. home. And they beat the shit. They, they, <laughs> they beat the shit out the kid. That's It's normal. People that people that get ass whooping, it shows. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just hope and, and pray that you know, anybody that is dealing with, like, emotional distress and, and they feel like they, they don't have anybody out there, um, reach out to some help, you Most know? Most definitely, man. You, know, um, you got to definitely save those children, man. Man, listen. if, if Little babies, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, like the, we got little babies. Like, just to think a, about that think shit. Think about that shit, like, bro. Like, that shit bothered me just listening to that bro, shit. I'm like, just like, and then she's talking on the fucking... I couldn't, I couldn't like, never. come on, bro. I could never. Bitch tried to kill herself. Like, you know you did wrong. You tried to kill yourself. You and got caught in your trap. accountability, bro. Nobody wants to take accountability for the wrong shit that they do. They just look at it, well, uh, well, I just feel this way, so you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and do this and this. And instead of saying, you know what? Let me let me take this accountability and say, hey, listen, let me let me do what I need to do to make sure that I'm good. For real, man. And last but not least, um, everybody knows him as Black Rob. Okay. Robert Ross just passed away at the age of 51. Yeah, man. Um, he was dealing with kidney failure. Um, it's crazy because he was um, sending his condolences to um, DMX like the week before. Yeah, the week before. Like, yeah. When, like when X wasn't even pronounced dead yet. Yeah, and he was saying, you know, he was like, I want to send my condolences out to um, the Simmons family. I'm, I'm so sorry for the loss and all this other stuff. And then he passed away like literally eight days later. Mm. And I just I was stunned because I feel like and this might be selfish, but I feel like a lot of the artists that are in my generation Mm -hmm. are starting to like kind of go. Yeah, just fade, just fade away. And it's it has a different it has a different tone to it. And and to think about it like this, I'm 35. He's. 51 that's 16 years right so when that's real close that's what i'm saying so when let's get it came out he was 31 so i'm thinking like shit 16 years you know he he's been that da- he, he said he had multiple strokes mm-hmm. i think like 2015 he had like three strokes something like that he has hot he had high blood pressure so like he wasn't i wouldn't say I, it's not for me to say he wasn't taking care of himself yeah but like he had all these predisposed conditions that that cut his life short. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, you know, all these people that are attached to Diddy, you know, that that's his fault. How? How? Think about it like this. And it, think about it like this. I signed a contract, and that goes back to creatives. Yeah. I signed a contract, and I say, oh, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and sign to this label. And I sign this label, and they have a family atmosphere. Once that uh, label like kind of disbands, and I go independent, we all go our separate ways. Mm-hmm. We can still have a friendship, 
but I'm no longer accountable in the way that I once was. So now that I'm no longer accountable in the way that I once was, you can't spin the block and say, hey, listen, when this person dies because he's synonymous with being attached to me, mm-hmm. I have to take care of everything that was associated with him Yeah, because I have the means to do so. Right. And that goes like, I think on a lesser scale, we see that with families. The person that tends to be successful, people latch on to them and say, hey, listen, you see your mom over there struggling. You see your dad over there struggling. Yeah. And they feel like you're obligated to take care of that person. You're not. You're not obligated to take care of that person. Although you may have those ties, you may have those things that you, you may have those resources, you're not obligated to take care of them. And the biggest thing is people act as if these people don't have families to take care of themselves. Yeah. And I think the biggest issue I feel like is we don't treat our artists how every other genre cheat stares. That is the biggest issue I have with it. Because you look at groups like Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, um, uh, Judas Priest, um, Led Zeppelin, like groups that are in rock, yeah, they still tour heavily. They still get paid heavily. They get paid top dollar. They get treated Cause correctly. This is probably a different brotherhood. But but that's what I'm saying. It's no matter where they go, you know. Um, uh, to this day, um, Queen still Queen still like um, they they still tour. Right, barring the pandemic, they still tour. Yeah. So and they still get top dollar. Freddie Mercury's been dead for years, almost thirty years. So, how are they still being able to do that? Because they treat their artists with a certain type of like lineage. When our artists get to ten years or better, we say, "Oh, they oh, let's get rid of them." Think about it like this: there was a time in, there was a time where Ludacris didn't do movies. <laughs> Like you, that shit just blew you. Yeah, yeah. But think about it like that. Like there's a time where Tyrese wasn't in a movie. Right. Then nigga was Mr. Sweet Lady. That's then most definitely he was. But that's what I'm saying. But now if if, if he come out with a song right now, genuine come out with a song, we laugh at them. Did that? No. Let's be real. We laugh at them. <laughs> I ain't listen to this fucking listen, shit. Listen, I, I ain't gonna laugh at if Tyrese or you know. Genuine decided to put out a project. I might listen to it, you know, because I, might. you know, I might listen to like, it. But, but I wasn't really looking for Sweet Lady like that when it came out. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it was a good song. What, what I'm yeah, saying is but they, I wasn't they really actively, looking for Sweet Lady. But that's what I'm saying. They actively support, and not to say like, not to say. I think I think it's twofold. I think it's artistry. For example, Usher's a living legend, is he not? Yeah. Okay. When Usher drops a song, why do we 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 look at it like? Nah, that shit ain't what it used to hit. That shit don't hit like confessions though. Like we, because we, we, just, we always compare it to their he's best work. Older now though, niggas in his forties. Come on, like what you really want him? Come on, man, bro. I just feel like we don't treat our legacy artists the way they need to be treated. You might have a point. We don't. We don't. We don't. All right, for example, it's, it's more. I can say it goes question. back to social media. So so it right, goes boom. back. Everything goes back to social media. So fit. So fifty. Fifty is a prime example. Fifty is. Bro, there was not a nigga that didn't rock a pair of G units. That's what I'm saying. And O2 dipset. But they did the same thing with uh, with Jay Z with the S. Doc Cardis. That's what I'm saying. There wasn't a nigga that wasn't on that type of time, right? Mm -hmm. Now, nigga, nigga, like if they niggas drop these albums, right? Nobody, not for nothing. And I love X. God rest dead, bro. Nobody was checking nothing for X. He's dead now. Now niggas is checking for his albums. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like it, it it never it it ceases like. 
but we we boast and put these motherfuckers on pedestals that just come out that have no lyrical content. They talk about fucking and shooting niggas and robbing niggas and fucking somebody else's bitch. That's it. I've never like, bro. I cannot wrap my head around the type of music we. It went from that to. No, I ain't even going. That's what it. That's what that's what it went to. Like that's what that's what the shit went to. Like literally, like what's the shit to go? I don't even know no, what the no, fuck what, that what song, is. What song was there? You, um, um, they doing a t- TikTok <laughs> shit now. What are you talking about? These like make go. Ooh, I don't know what the fuck. You took them out. Um, you wait, know exactly, wait, wait, you know exactly wait. Talk about. Like, ooh, yeah, nigga. You took them out. Um, track star. Nah, nah, nah. That shit is even. Nah, track. what you talking nobody, about? Nobody, nobody even listened to. She's a runner. She's a nigga. They only listen to that part. But and then they cut so what you talking about? Um, damn, I can't even. Fucking think about it, bro. <laughs> but I don't know the name of the shit, bro. But it's it's so trash, bro. It's so fucking trash. But like, but that's the thing though. TikTok really boosts a lot of these fucking these trash, trash ass songs, songs like you know. Okay, like because niggas only like apart from that song that saying. people just you know that's reenact what like, whatever the hell they do. Like I mean, like you you look at people like and like it's very rare that genuine artists get through. Like Giveon, we we had a conversation. Like Giveon, bro, I've been that listening. Nigga's to, a goat, son. Bro, I listen. Giveon is the fucking goat. Bro, y'all ain't bro, listening to Giveon yet, man. Y'all need to listen saying. to that. Bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like Giveon, bro, I was listening to Giveon over a year ago when he first came out. Like really heavy, 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 heavy. Mm-hmm. And niggas was like, "What the fuck is this? I ain't listening to this shit." Niggas' voice sound crazy now. Like every time I turn, like I don't even listen to the radio. But motherfuckers, every time I look around, it's heart, heart, uh, heartbreak anniversary, and uh, like I want you, like. It's it's like yo nobody likes you until you're popular, and then everybody loves you. Right, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it it's like it it talks about like like I'm talking about like support and shit like that. Like nobody really fuck with you until somebody co-signs you. You know what I'm saying? So like situations like nigga like our podcast like nigga I'll be like all right check this out yo go check our pod blah blah yo, blah. People are so fucking fake. Bro. <laughs> I swear to God yeah, like waiting. yo I mean, I'm not even lose. trying to hit even like throw shade at niggas but like you really like when you start to do shit for yourself and you start you mm-hmm. know getting creative and shit like you really see who supports you exactly like honestly like from the females to the niggas from you know family friends whoever like you know what I mean like it's just like people is just so full of shit. I just I just think that a lot of times when it comes to like being creative, um, motherfuckers don't want to be with you through the grind, but they gonna be there for the reward. Cause yeah, I, I posted some shit like that early on um mm-hmm. on fucking uh on IG. Uh-huh. Like seriously, watch when your shit blow up. Niggas gonna be in your fucking DMs. Like Wait, yo, what yo, what up? What's yo, what's on? good, bro? Yo, you I think you can? You think you can do an interview for me? You think you can do this? Yo, could you support me with this? And it's just like I don't. I don't. I feel like support is free. Like, I I much rather. And I've had I've had friends tell me like I don't even listen to the shit, but I I share it all the time and and I consistently like you know I'm always putting people onto it. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of people don't support it because it's a constant reminder. And what I've learned, especially like, because I try to get my mind around or wrap my mind around a lot of how people think. Yeah. A lot of times people don't support it because. It's not benefiting them. The support doesn't do anything for them. It just supports you. Yeah. Versus, am I getting something out of it? But why does it always have to like? It's but the, but the, but the thing it's is, it's crazy. Like it's like you gotta, 
give somebody something like some it's giving. a trade off. Like it's a that shit is goofy, trade-off. my nigga. It's it's a it's a like good I can thing. understand if you got you know if you got something going on you you selling hair you doing nails I, you know what I'm saying I promote your shit you feel me like but if you if you a family friend you say you fuck with me like mm-hmm. even if you don't listen to my shit subscribe gotcha. like me share me you ain't gotcha. even gotta listen gotcha. to it but you feel it, me because a lot of people don't want to sit there and you know. Get engaged with podcasts. But no, you feel but, me? but like, see, it's, it's, they feel oh, it's too long, oh, it's too that. But, but nah, you know, it, like, think about it like this, right? Before podcasting became a thing, podcasting and um, radio was the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers would sit there and listen to the radio all day, listen to people talk all day. There's no difference. The thing is, it's it's we lack attention span. That's one. Yeah. Two, um, people don't see the benefit of listening to it. They don't. They don't feel like. There's nothing that you could say that they can't find on social media and look at a clip of it. So they're like, why should I be engaged or yeah, have that yeah, type yeah. of conversation? My rebuttal to that is it gives you my our podcast is more so it, it's more thought invoking. Right. So mm-hmm. it's more it gives you the yin and the yang, the understanding of like, OK, this is what we're going to represent. This is how we're going to do it. This is what we're going to give you. This is something that we're creating that is going to be black driven, black owned. Yeah. Right. And then appreciated by black people. Like people don't understand the stride of what it is to be black in America, like two black men. So a lot of people don't a lot of people don't look at it like that. They go, well, if I'm not getting nothing out of it, I don't, I don't see what the point is. Yeah. The point is, the point is, is that it's something that's going to that you're going to be a part of. It's something that you're going to be able to enjoy consistently and that's something that is going to give you innovative news that you might have missed yeah. this week. But it's going to give you a spin on it in a different perspective and have you thinking, okay, well, I understand their stride. Let me go do some more research on this and then come back and I, these, these are the rebuttals that I have mm. and these and these are the questions that I have. Mm. So um, I, I, I leave the floor with that. You got anything else? I just feel like there's no fucking unity in the black community. <laughs> I mean, the black dollar only stays in there a little on the. Um, I think I, I just hours. really feel like we don't stay together. Like you can really but lose you see, a friend over a conversation. But I mean, I mean, I mean, here's you can you can like it's it's so fucking stupid, bro. I know. Like I, it really it really is it really is crazy how we don't really support one another. We throw so much shade and talk so much shit behind people's backs and say we fuck with them and then. In all reality, they really don't. No, that's. I think. I, I think it's easier to, to sit there and say, "Well, I'm not gonna fuck with this person. I'm not gonna do this because, you know, they did this or they did that." Where it's, you know, they don't feel like they should have to. They don't feel like they should go out their way to do anything unless they they get some type of benefit of it. I think, in 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 the world, the way the world is put together. Mm-hmm. There are there are the many to lift up the exceptional. So I got a quick question for you. What? I didn't mean to cut you off. What's up? So should I still be your friend? You feel me? <laughs> if if you can't support me in something that I'm doing and something I'm trying to do for myself, and you say you fuck with me, you care for me, you know what I mean? Like you show me love, as you say. Why is it so hard just to push a click and a button? I it only takes ten mm, seconds to thirty seconds mm, to do so. Mm, I I can feel I I can give you two I can give you two I can say yeah you can still be their friend right let's yeah you can still have that conversation and be their friend the other part is there's an underlying condition there mm-hmm. because them not supporting shows you exactly how they truly feel about you mm-hmm. so 
yeah, you could be their friend. That's cool. Great. Still be their friend. But understand that those f- being that friend comes with a caveat. Mm-hmm. Understanding that that friend only is your friend when they get something out of the deal. And if you choose to deal with somebody like that, then that's on you. But you have to deal with the repercussions that come after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're not ready to deal with those repercussions, then there's no point of being their friend. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Because if you understand, you got to weigh the pros and the cons. The repercussions come, if the repercussions are way more harsh than, you know, the rewards, Mm -hmm. then no, don't do it. I just, I just, me personally, I look at it as, okay, if I'm going to be your homie, I'm going to be your buddy, I'm going to be your pal, your comrade, your partner in crime. I'm gonna be that all the time. Mm-hmm. I might not like uh, we might we might have words that that are not necessarily kind towards one another yeah. from time to time, but part of being a man is stepping through and say, "Hey, listen, I was wrong about this, 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 and this, and let's change this, this, and this, so we can fix our situation." Versus being passive aggressive or being complacent or saying, "You know what? I'm not even gonna speak on that situation." Honestly, how many people you think you know like that that could put their differences to the side and you know three, three, and, and those are the three, and, and those are the three people I deal with today. And that's the crazy part. There's only three people I deal with it, and and, and you and you know and you know and one of them is sitting across from and, right now. And I appreciate that, my nigga. And you know millions of other fucking people that quote unquote say they fuck with you, mm-hmm. but throw so much shit. You know what I'm saying? Talk some more shit about you. It's like. It's like why bother? That's why I say if you can't support me, I can't fuck with you. But that's I mean, I I, I think that's the conversation you and I had off mic. I think that's growth. I think I think <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. But that's but uh, there's something that's like it's like um I'm old enough to and this is saying this I'm old enough to wish you well but um intelligent enough to mean it. Something like that. So if I say yo, I wish you well but in the back of my head, I'm like, I hope that nigga fail. Then there's no growth there. Somebody, if, somebody I know said that shit to but, me. But uh, if if I say I wish you well, and I really, really wish you well, yeah, then that's growth because now it says, okay, about me, it says, I, I truly appreciate this relationship. See, the thing is, like, the relationships between um, friends should be like the relationships between you and your significant other. It's gonna constantly need. It's gonna constantly need watering. It's gonna constantly need consistent conversation and communication. And then it's gonna need that affectionate that that affection that a brother to brother would have, or um, a female to brother or a female to female. It's the same difference because it needs that type of nurturing to continually continuously grow. If it's not there, like if I if I call you today and say mm-hmm. hey hey what's up, and then I don't call you for three days, and I tell you that the situation that I'm going through is extremely imperative that I need to speak to you, yeah. and you and you don't make it a priority to speak to me, then you tell me. That's exactly where I stand in your life. That tells me that in your life, I'm not that important to you to to even check up on my well being. But honestly, who the fuck really has a lot of real friends in this world? I like th- people, like honestly, who really, honestly, for a lot of people that's listening, really go through your friends list and, and honestly say who really fuck with you. But that's I think I think it's a sliding gauge. I really think it's a sliding gauge. I think it's it's it differentiates. Like who's really gonna fucking you know. Break they back for you. How many friends that you really know that's gonna break the, really go out they way Three. and break? The, that's what Three. I'm saying. And Three. then we have and then we have so many well, male and females go out and party with these people 
that won't go above and beyond. It's only probably like a one or two people in that fucking section that go above and beyond. But that's the thing. I, I, I think as, as you get older, and I, I alluded to it earlier, is that when you're young, you have a shit ton of friends. But you have 20 friends, right? Yeah. But then when you get older, you have three friends and 17 associates. Right? So you're associated with those people, and you understand, okay, this is as far as the relationship goes. Right? All right? Those are the people, the 17 people are the people that don't come to your house. You might text them. You might call them. You say, what's up? When you have time, the three people that you consistently have conversation with is, hey, what's going on? You dive a little deeper. What's going on with you? How you feeling? What's going on? Mm. Can we do this? Can we do that? You start to make plans to, to incorporate them in your life. Those people are intricate parts. Those are roots that are yeah. already, that. those are roots that are planted. Those are people that continue, those grow with you. The other ones are not necessarily growth. Those are people that are interchangeable. Those are people that are going to constantly be in and out of your life. You know what I'm saying? Whether And then that happens more I with think a so. lot of people. I think so because I think I think the biggest thing is that um, a lot of folks feel like they can't be alone with their thoughts. And I, I, I say that all the time, but... I sit in my house all the time by myself. It's it's really hard for my bad to cut you off, but it's uh-huh. it's really like a lot of people just can't you know, just they can't be alone. No, 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 definitely. I think I think a lot of that comes from um trauma that they may have dealt with growing up. Um, I know I know a girl right now, like I'll like we'll have conversations, she'll be like, Yeah, um I'll be like, Where you going? Yeah, I'm going out here, I'm going here, I'm going here. I'm like, yo, do you ever like just sit down and like like just like kind of take everything in and enjoy what's going on. Nah, I just I just gotta keep moving. I don't like being by myself. That tells me everything I need to know about you. Because if you yeah. don't like being by yourself, that means you don't like yourself. Yeah. Because if you don't like yourself, you're not gonna want to. You're not gonna want to sit down and maybe they don't want to be caught up in their thoughts. But the the thing is, uh, a lot of people like like for me like when <laughs> I'm in traffic, I hate being in fucking traffic because I get caught <laughs> in my thoughts. But uh, I mean, I think I think your thoughts are always jumbled. Like if you're dealing with a lot of anguish in your life and a lot of things that are unsettling, you you're gonna always be calling your thoughts. The biggest thing is being able to kind of like kind of iron those thoughts out. Yeah. And that comes with you taking the time to for yourself to be like, you know what, these are the things that are priority. So you go from most invasive to least invasive, right? So the things that are priority are gonna be your most invasive things mm-hmm. that are not necessarily needed, like. You might need an oil change in sixty miles, right? So <laughs> not, 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 let's, yeah, let's use yeah, that example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That goes into most evasive because if your car is jacked up, you mm. can't do anything. Yeah, I get you. Right, but least invasive is yo. We out of orange juice, but you got apple juice in the house. Y'all niggas can drink water. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Those things that that you you kind of gotta figure out. Those but a lot invasive. of people just don't like doing that. They want to go get that orange juice. But that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> they, they, they put on. They want to be on the run. That's what I'm saying. They they put more on the table than what is necessarily needed. Yeah. And I think that is the consensus all the time with dealing with different emotions, different people. Because, I mean, you, you deal with those 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 intertwining of the, the souls and understanding. And people be like, well, soul ties come from sex. And I'm just like, eh. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh. Think about think about being emotionally connected somebody to somebody, right? 
and how you intertwine with them. They become part of your daily routine, and then one day they're gone. Yeah. Right. So you got to look at stuff like that. Um, but that's how I feel about that. Um, we're that we're kind of winding down. Yeah, we're gonna wind down this, over that one. This, this is kind of winding down, and we're about to close out. So, you got any uh, closing thoughts? Everybody just love one another, man. <laughs> Honestly, like yo, seriously, man. Like everybody just gotta give love, you know, show love to one another. Call your grandmas, your aunties, your boyfriends, your girlfriends. Like just, you know what I mean. Tell somebody that you love them, man. Somebody need a hug out there. Definitely. Seriously, man. And put the guns down. Officers, people in the street, quote unquote thugs, put the guns down, man. We got enough killing going on in this world. So many babies dying. Gotcha. We out here glorifying artists over children. Not out here in Bash, but it's it's getting spooky out here, man. And it just might be a. A fucking war out here, another riot, bro. Man, like, listen, remember I, you got I, that George Floyd man, case man, coming up done. too, man. Wait, that's uh, oh man, listen, we'll shoot a we'll we'll record an episode after the verdict comes out. Yeah. Um, and and then we'll have the dialect there, because I I don't even want to touch that because I feel like like even think about it, I get hyper like uh, I'm starting to get hyperventilate. Yeah. I'm starting to hyperventilate because it's like how many more, like how much more we have to deal with. So I'm gonna leave on a positive note. Um. Uh, I want to send love out to everybody. Yeah, man. Uh, everybody stay blessed, man. Yeah. Stay in the house. If you ain't got to go nowhere, man, stay in the house. Definitely, definitely. And I'm going to close out. Definitely. I'm going to give you guys one of my favorite Black Rob songs. That's crazy. I want to close out. So you guys have a blessed and wonderful day. Um, And anybody out there still listening, I truly appreciate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, peace and love, man. Peace and love. It's oh, your boy it. Southside. And this is Quincy Valentine. You All be right, great. man. Peace out, y'all. Peace. I had this bad bitch in town, she was full. That's crazy. Almost had me pushing up daisies. That's crazy. Had some big nigga with keys to crib. That's crazy. Just came home from doing a bit. That's crazy. Now how you ain't going to change the lock? Well, that's crazy. Didn't sit there and call the cops. That's crazy. Got about the back door like Pope. That's crazy. Hop an excursion with 16 wheels. Well, that's crazy. Man, you loving how we hugging the curve. Oh, that's crazy. Plus it's jumping off up in the spot. Oh, that's crazy. Movie got left dance with kids. Oh, that's crazy. Plus the smile of shit putting a bit. Oh, that's crazy. Now the driver's smoking crawl. Oh, that's crazy. If he crash and we all gone. Oh, that's crazy. Fuck it. Pump the sounds of 10. Oh, that's crazy. Catch me all on the cover spin. Oh, that's crazy, man. It's all right. Hold tight. Watch out, push it all tonight. It's crazy. No hold back. I'ma put it where it's supposed to be at. And that's non-stop. And party hop. They had the nerve to say I had a gun. Well, that's crazy. Man, for 12 years I had a run. Well, that's crazy. And they done threatened my family, dawg. Well, that's crazy. Courthouse got my name in the law. Well, that's crazy. And they ain't care if my name's Sean John. Well, that's crazy. All about the movie star chick on my arm. Well, that's crazy. They even had foul shit to say to my mom. Well, that's they crazy. even called the office to say it's a bomb. Well, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm supposed to be so calm. Oh, that's crazy. Savage Smiley, I killed him with the charm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it looked like there was nothing wrong. Oh, that's crazy. That's how it is when you're in the game so long. Oh, that's crazy. Man, we been had the key to the city. Oh, that's crazy. From now on, it's no just did it. Oh, that's crazy. Man, New York never looked so pretty. Oh, that's crazy. Can't picture NY without no pity. Oh, that's oh crazy. no.